2: Sunday, Clark. Hey, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, we've been doing this for a long, long time here as we've been on the air since 2009. We've been having a Super Bowl show every Sunday on, that being said, well, mostly every Sunday, every Sunday during Super Bowl or during the NFL uh, season, as well as other things. But we've been keeping that up every Sunday. started on Saturdays and my work schedule kind of made it to where something couldn't be done. Uh, So it was just more better just to keep it going on Sunday um, as we were going on. And we've been doing this forever. So it is Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl 51. Let me hit that button and stop. There we go. And um, what we do each and every weekend as far as doing our shows. Uh, We bring Cuervo in and we we do our stuff and we talk about the games that are going on. We've had a very successful season this year, picking uh, players, picking uh, uh, winners of games and things of that sort. So we've been doing all that for years and years and years. So that having been said, of course, that's the name of this show. We'll continue that here into Super Bowl 51. Hopefully Cuervo will be joining us here in just a moment as we get going. Uh, here, um, I'm going to be inviting him in. He's going to be right up in the corner here of your screen. Let me see if I fit right up there, my big old fat finger uh, when he comes in as far as that's concerned. But I wanted to start off a little bit on the couch potato sports show, not about Super Bowl. That having been said, there's been lots of news. I don't know if you've been watching the NBA. I have actually, this is one of the years where I have actually watched a lot of the NBA. Um, and and mainly because I I wanted to see some stories. I wanted to be ready to talk about things uh, in the off season after the NFL is done. I wanted to be talking about the things that people are talking about. And the NBA is one of those things that we do um on the show but we don't do it as much so i wanted to jump into it a little bit more this year and we and and i have i don't know about Cuervo but one of the biggest stories that are coming out and i've I've been having i don't know if you want to ha- call it facebook arguments or m- maybe facebook debates maybe that's the way of doing it talking about lebron james and what's going on with him as far as his free agency What's going on with, you know, some of the rumors that have been going on about him maybe joining the Cavaliers if they go ahead and they free up enough cap uh, space uh, to bring LeBron James up on, you know, onto the Cavaliers. And and I I guess my question is why. I mean, LeBron James, I'm not going to sit here and deny the numbers. I'm not going to sit here and deny the guy's not great. I'm not, even, I'm not even that stupid. And so some people would think I am, but I'm not. The guy's got the numbers. The guy is the best player in basketball. But I, I, I'm asking why. Why would the – the I actually mark that. The Golden State Warriors join the Golden State Warriors. Sorry, I'm the Cavaliers. But why would the Golden State Warriors want this guy? They beat him without him. They win championships without him. Why do you need LeBron James? And I've been back and forth about it, and we're talking about a lot of things as far as this guy is concerned, but I still go back to why. LeBron James is a talent, and I'm not going to sit here and deny that, back and forth, looking at the numbers and everything else that LeBron James brings to a, a basketball team. It would be silly for me to say that this guy is not a good basketball player. I am going to say that why would the Golden State Warriors waste first of all time, second of all money, third of all talent to get one LeBron James on their team? Now, LeBron James has been playing the NBA for a long time. The Warriors don't need a LeBron James. Good to see you, PJ uh, South, and also there, uh, Todd. Good to see you. And – I'm just wondering here as we go, and we go through the rest of the season. We're not going to see this happen this year. But will we see it happen later? I don't know. LeBron James is not needed for the Golden State Warriors. They've already beaten them with them. Uh, They've already played in the NBA championship and beat LeBron James. Why would you need LeBron James? The need is what I'm asking for. You can talk about the name all day long. I mean, when you get LeBron James, let, let you get a superstar. There's no question. But you already got a couple of superstars on that team that are already holding down the boat. Stephen Curry is the face of that franchise. They don't need another face, so they don't need LeBron. They already sell out every single game, so they don't need LeBron. They already win games, so they don't need LeBron. So, the need factor is where I'm at as far as what is going on with LeBron James. Do they really need him? And, and my thinking is, is that they don't need LeBron James. I got to open up my, uh, I haven't even opened up uh, blog talk radio um, as far as me seeing the screen and the, uh, and the, uh, the studio. So hopefully maybe Cuervo is going to be calling here in just a moment. I'm checking right now. He's not there right now, but, that haven't even said he's going to be joining us. So he, uh, what is your opinion? I'm looking on here. If LeBron goes uh, to Golden State Sunday, the town may uh, do the same. Uh, burn his jerseys, do what they did the first time. Absolutely. It's one of those things that are going on there. Good to see Matt Moss, my buddy. i like to see you. Then there's my brother, um, yeah, Bob Gazoo. Good to see you out there. Uh, Dennis not Clark. Uh, but, you know, I don't know about you. Do you want to see LeBron James in a – Golden State Warrior jersey. I don't know. I mean, and the, uh, you have Seth, you have Durant, you have LeBron, but man, oh man, you got a Graymond Green. Absolutely, I don't know if they they need to do it. Do you do it though? I mean, I, I, anybody else who's watching or you know, put up there, put in your uh, you know in the comments section there. Do you need, if you're the Golden State Warriors, do you need LeBron? Or how about this? Do you just want him? And and I'm all about having talent on your basketball team, but my question would be is why would you necessarily want the drama also that this guy brings? There is no question that LeBron James brings drama all the time. And when – you're trying to win championships. Do you need the extra added problems that LeBron James brings? There's no question that he does. He brings that stuff. So I'm going to ask you, do we need a LeBron LeBron James? Does anybody else need a LeBron James? If you're the Golden State Warriors, I'm thinking you're just going to go ahead and beat this guy, whatever team he ends up on. Hopefully they stay in the East so Golden State can meet him again and beat him yet again in a championship. Now, this is not about jealousy. This is not about my dislike about LeBron James. I do have a, some, I don't know if you want to call it hate, but I'm just t- his story is old. Just as much as Tom Brady is, and I, I love Tom Brady, I can see why people get old. They, they, they're old of the story. And that's what I am with LeBron James. I'm just old with his story. I'm old with what he's all about. I'm old with all those other things that are going on. So I, I don't know. Going to go to Nebraska, love? I don't know what that means. But, I mean, there are other places I think that LeBron James could actually help. I Say whatever you want, Oklahoma City, they need a guy. If you're going to fight the Warriors, you need a guy. And they don't have enough guys. But then you also have two big old egos. And we can go back to egos over for Golden State. Is the ego worth it? You've got the egos of Steph Curry, which he's kind of cool. Everybody kind of seems to like him, but he has an ego, no question. Then you have uh, KD, Kevin Durant. He's got an ego too. Then you add LeBron James on, then the – kind of a head case that Draymond Green is. I mean, you've got a lot of personalities there. You're screwing up a chemistry that wins games, wins games, wins games, keeps winning games. And I just don't think it's needed. So, LeBron, I mean, I got some love for you. I was thinking Toronto is a team that is actually moving forward. Uh, They're still missing a piece. You're absolutely right. There's a lot of teams out there that are missing one piece there. And they just need – and where he ends up – I just think it would be a better thing for basketball if he ends up in a different place.
1: You know,
2: at Golden State, I I, I just don't see him. Now, I, I want to see LeBron James go up against Golden State. I want to see him go up against the West I, or wherever. You know, there's a lot of other places that he can end up on, any other team. But Golden State, don't want him, don't need him, don't need the headache. And we can – go round and round about that and we can get y'all square to win. Um, tell Cuervo gets in. If you want to get up online and you got that little video you want to get in, I'll bring you in for a minute And until Cuervo gets into us on the show. If you want to talk a little bit about LeBron James and the NBA, but there's a lot of things going on in the NBA and let's, you know, um, there's games going on live right now as Portland trailblazers are taking on the Celtics in Boston right now, Portland's up 73, 67, Milwaukee, up on Brooklyn, 81-72, to 72, and the Hawks, 69, the New York Knickerbockers, 71. So that's what's going on live. Another game going on is the, Gri- the Grizzlies. They're tied up at 72 right now. And uh, so keep keep your eyes on that. It's a lot of things that are going on. But the news in the NBA, it's not all about LeBron, because LeBron does bring news to the NBA, but there are other news going on, but when I'm looking at the NBA, I'm looking at some teams that I think might have a shot to move up. But the, quest, the question has to be, and let me hit that button right there because there's a lot of noise coming from it. Um, you know, being runner up in the uh, MVP voting. So Harden has got to, you know, will he become the MVP? That's going to be the big question. You know, he's been runner up for the last couple of years. Will he make that move and make that big step and become. The the guy in the NBA. I mean, it, is James Harden ready for that too? That's another question with him. But you also look at where they stand and looking at the standings on it. Houston is fighting their battles. I mean, and right now even Cleveland, they're still in third place over in the Eastern Conference. And you want to talk about a big turn as far as talent? Good to see you, Ty Knight. Good to see you, Jeremy. But there's been a turn in the East as far as talent is. I mean, Cleveland is 30 and 21 right now. They're sitting in third place in the Eastern Conference right now. Boston right now, 38 and 15. Toronto, 35 and 16. Right now, Cleveland is seven games out of first place, but solidified in reality right there in that third spot. You got Washington, Indiana, Milwaukee, and the Heat, and Philadelphia, the top eight right there as far as the East is concerned. But my question would be is, do you expect to see Cleveland to move into the playoffs? And let me hit that button there. Hold on now. Bring that back here. There he is. Add Mario. Add. I got to do this. I'm not very keen, you know, all that. So I added him. Adding, he should be coming to us. It's going to be Cuervo here in just a moment. And I think I got him probably – He'll be in the studio, too. He's going to be calling in because I need him on the other side for uh, a blog talk radio. But what I mean, with the let's go back to the NBA standings. Do, do you expect Cleveland to even get out of the, out of the East? Todd says he's not going to be Boston in the conference finals, so it says that he's going to maybe make it to the finals. Is, is this team capable, like they've been in the past? which is flip the switch. I don't know if they're capable of doing that right now. I've been watching a lot of what's going on in the NBA, and guess what? It's not working. Right now, what we're seeing in Cleveland, I I don't think there's a uh, switch that can be flipped. And that is not good for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, I, I don't know. I would like to see him win a couple of games. I'd like to see him make it into the second round. Todd seems to think that they'll make it into the uh, conference championship game and play against Boston, but who knows? I think Toronto is a team that you're going to have to watch out of the East in reality. Indiana used to have some guns. They're, they're dropping off. They're thirty and 24 right now. They're 8 and a half out of first place. Um, so, but they used to have some firepower now they 're not the interesting uh, team, I think is you got to watch for Philadelphia, a young basketball team this year and playing well they're they 're playing five hundred ball right now, and holding on to that number eight spot if they were going to do the playoffs right now. So will they move up? Will Miami and Milwaukee drop down? And we've seen Indiana drop a little bit in their talent. We've also seen Milwaukee drop in their talent. And, of course, Miami, they just dropped out of all existence after they lost LeBron. And that's another thing. What, what will the Cleveland Cavaliers do? Because it, it, the, the writing is on the wall. He's not going to be back there. I mean, do you expect to see LeBron James back? I don't know if I do. And I tried to get uh hopefully I gotta open up another page and see if Cuervo's having a hard time getting in. I invited him in, so I'm not sure if he's having a hard time getting in. I'm gonna check my other screen. But no, he's not there. But you know now, you look on the other side, go to the east, and of course you, you got Golden State kind now I don't even want to say they're running away with it because Houston's right there. This might be the year that we see Houston make a move. San Antonio, they are pedestrian at bass right now. And yes, and I love the Spurs. I, I think that's a team that has been, you know, month in, month out, playing very well. Uh, but I think they've lost a lot. They lost to Tim Duncan. They lost a lot. So, but that conference, the top eight, Golden State on top, Houston is there at 38 and 13. San Antonio, 34 and 21. Minnesota, that's a team that could be missing a part as well, 34 and 22, eight and a half out. And then Oklahoma City has fallen down all the way to the fifth spot, they're 11 games out, and obviously a team that's missing uh, Kevin Durant without question. Portland and my man up that Damian Lillard, he, um, he, they're playing somewhat better. They're 29 and 23. New Orleans, and, and I hate the name, the Pelicans. I hate the name, but they're 28 and 24. They're hanging on to the seventh spot. Denver, 28 and 25. They are hanging on to the eighth spot. And then the Clips, after they traded away their guys, how'd you like that trade, guys? How'd you like that trade? I mean, you look at what's going on as far as that division is concerned. Do you get an opportunity? Detroit holding on to the number nine spot over in the West. Does that team that trade definitely makes them better? I don't know how far they'll push into the uh, playoffs, but that'll be interesting. And and I know the Spurs suck, and I get it, Todd. I get it. I just like the Spurs. I like the coach. And if there's a team that's capable of flipping this switch, changing the attitude going in, could be the Spurs. So uh, that's it. let me know if you want to come up. I'll put you in the corner until I get Cuervo in. I think he's having some problems getting onto the video portion of this. I'm not sure. Hopefully, he'll be in. You want to get in? I'll bring you in. Tell me, Just say, "Hey, bring me in." I'll bring you in for a minute until I get Cuervo. You talk about the NBA and what's going on. What, what is your feeling going on in the NBA today? I, I I just think that have completely what lost it just completely lost direction. They are 18 and 35. I tried to watch the Phoenix Suns. I'm from Phoenix, so you know, kind of during the days of KJ, you know, Charles Barkley and them and Dan Marley, and have been trying to keep up with the Phoenix Suns, but they they're just not good. They're not a good basketball team. And then I live here in Dallas. Dallas used to be a 50 team uh, 50 win team. Now they're 17 and 36. A god awful 17 and 36 Sacramento uh, the Kings they've dropped down to sixteen and eight. So I I would love to see Detroit get in. I, I just just more than the fact of the just new blood in there. I'd like to see more of uh, of Detroit getting in because of the new accusations that they got brought onto the team that I think could be really, really good for him, especially going into the playoffs. And I got Cuervo in. Cuervo, you coming in on video? What's your deal? I got him there. What's going on, my man?
1: Hey, what's up, Sonny? Yes, I will be in. Um, I just want to make sure that I got everything set up right. And I'm going to get a little okay. something in my stomach before I go on the video. I don't think anybody wants to see me chomping on a uh, breakfast sandwich or whatever I decide to eat for breakfast. I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I'll be drinking coffee too. I just didn't, uh, <laughs> I don't want to be stuffing right. a burrito in my face. How long before you're up on video?
2: Uh,
1: 15 minutes.
2: 15 minutes, I'll bring you back in and get you going there. You can listen on there. We're talking the NBA, so we'll bring you back in when he's ready to hit the video. And we got to keep it going as far as I can't have the video here be dead while you just sit and hit – I'm listening to Cuervo, and you can't hear it. Uh, so we'll bring him in in 15 minutes when he's ready to rock and roll and go. We are going to be going to breaks during this time. I'll play the uh, breaks here for the video as well. Uh, so watch out for that. Uh, Todd says he knew that the, uh, uh, the piston is, Pistons are going to fill seats. That's right. That's good. Yeah, say whatever you want. Uh, the new guys they bring onto their team, they pick them up from the Clips. They'll fill some seats. I think it's it's a good one. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how more that lines up there instead of definitely having an empty uh, arena is definitely not good for the Pistons. I'd like to see the Pistons get in there and, uh, you know, go in there and try to break some things down. But uh, Dallas, very disappointing in Dallas. So, you know, remember, this was a team that won 50 games so many years in a row. And then when they didn't get their guy Draymond Green, that kind of that whole thing kind of fell out there. Memphis is falling down. The Lakers, I'm sick of the Lakers not being the Lakers. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but when I see the Lakers today, you know they're not the Lakers that I know. And if you are all about the Game itself, in which I am. I love watching the game. And, and listen, I don't even have a problem with their with their personnel. I don't even have a problem with what's going on with the big baller brand. I have a problem with the old man. But the son, I have no problem with. He's joined the NBA, joined the Lakers, and he is learning how to play the game. And anybody that really gets on Lonzo Ball, I think, would be silly. Good to see you there, Michael. Nice to see you there. If, you, if you, anybody wants to jump in on video, you can just let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll flip you in for a couple of minutes because we're not going to have I mean, we're talking the NBA. And, and I like Lonzo Bowe. I like him as a player. I think if you watch him, which I have been, you know, if you're expecting a lot immediately, that's going to be a problem for you. If you're expecting the L.A. Lakers of yesteryear, that's going to be a problem for you. Me, I don't have a problem with Lonzo Ball. Got a problem with the old man. And that story is real old as well. So as far as where that team ends up, I think the Lakers could be making the step in the right direction. They they definitely need a couple more cogs, but I think Lonzo Ball is getting better. I think he's playing better. I think he's maturing well. He's more mature than his old man. He's just playing basketball, and that's all you need in reality when you're talking about Lonzo Ball. You can't expect a guy that walks out of UCLA, okay, and take over the L.A. Lakers and bring him to the promised land. It's just not going to happen. And those with that unrealistic goal for him, you've got to get away from that thinking. Yeah, you got him in the draft. Yeah, you got him number two, if I'm uh, uh, wrong about that. But you've got to give this time, guy time to develop. If you believe, and some people do, if you believe what the herd has got to say, that's still in play. So during the time of the end of the regular season of the NFL, surely some great news comes for the NBA for people will start watching and listening and doing what they do. Yeah. One, if you believe Colin Cowherd, if you believe – his story, if you believe his sources, that talk about LeBron going to the L.A. Uh, LA Lakers is still up. Then you get the story that Cleveland would listen. I, I thought it was interesting, the wording on that. LeBron would listen to offers if they cleared up enough cap space. So that's another thing. And I go back to Cleveland. I don't even know why you even want to waste the money. I don't even know if you, why you even want to waste the time doesn't make any sense, at least to me. When I look at it, it doesn't make very much sense. So watching the NBA this year, I think it's going to be interesting. I think watching the NBA this year, um, we'll see when guys start moving around and what they'll do and where, where they could end up could be very interesting toward the end of the season. And if you believe some of the reports that are going out there, the Celtics right now – they're, they're really moving in trade talks as the deadline near. So the, you look for the Celtics to maybe make a move. Isaiah Thomas, you know, you know it, what, right. one of the things when you are on a team, you want to make sure that you have chemistry. You want to make sure you have trust. Listen to this. This is coming from Isaiah. There's no trust among players on the court. That is big news. Say whatever you want. But you can't have a guy that is your guy, and that being Isaiah Thomas, you know, coming out and saying those kind of things. I think it hurts. I think it hurts you as a team. But at the same time, that could be Isaiah Thomas saying, listen, we need some changes. We need to get something going back. We need to make sure that we are, you know, places and people are being hurt. Maybe that's him saying we need to start bringing in some talent to this team to where we can develop that chemistry. So, and and interestingly enough, I was just going through some of the things that are going on. We're going to talk about the the, uh, the NFL here in just a moment because there's just some breaking news I just saw regarding Kirk Cousins. We'll talk about that as we lead into the NFL and get ready to rock and roll and talk about that so but uh, what is your feeling on the nba what where do you see your team who is your team and what are you expecting some moves to be made and the moves that you can say whatever you want about the nba okay but i am going to tell you it has at least been watchable if you listen to this show i've said the nba has been unwatchable for many years it, it's beginning to pique my interest a little bit more. And it was before the stories came out on LeBron. Okay. I, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing some things I like to see out on the basketball court. And the news that's just coming out of the NBA is incredible too. Whether it's LeBron to, to the Lakers, whether it's LeBron to the, the Warriors, you can talk about some other things that are going on. Uh, with uh, Griffin in that trade over to the Pistons. I love that move. And uh, Andre Drummond, on 23 points, 20 rebounds. Blake Griffin made a key three-pointer in the final minute to uh, lift the Detroit Pistons with a 111-107 win over Miami. Blake Griffin, I think, is beginning to settle in over there. I, I'm – I'm looking just to, to see how well Detroit can do and, and when they'll make the playoffs. So look out for that. Uh, some of the other things. Uh, Rubio scores 34, leads the Jazz past the Spurs. But, I, you know, now getting back just really quick to Cleveland, what, what, are, what are you going to do with tyron Lue? And I just saw in the uh, news that Cleveland has no plans on firing Tyron Luke. But if they lose LeBron James, why would you have this guy? I mean, there are certain yes guys that play very well with you. Definitely some good guys that play well with you. If you're a yes man, if you're the Dallas Cowboy head coach and you're a yes man, you might have a job for a long time. But in the NBA, I don't know. I don't know. Tyronn Lue being the yes man to LeBron James. And, folks, that's all he is, okay? He does what he's told, When he's told, whether it be by the the front office or if it's by LeBron James. This guy has no backbone. I would love to see him just sit LeBron down and, and say, no, LeBron, I told you to sit. not going to happen. Just not going to happen. So, uh, I don't know. Do you keep tire on loop if you go and you be done with uh, with LeBron? And how is the city of Cleveland going to respond to LeBron leaving again? And, and I, then I want to know how he does it. Because regardless, I don't even know what the right way to leave Cleveland is. And mine would be by an express plane um, out of there. Uh, I don't know what would be good, bad, or indifferent, because it doesn't matter. This is the bad thing about LeBron, okay? He's going to have his critics regardless how he gets out of Cleveland. He could do the right thing by one person, and someone else think he's crazy doing it the other way. I I don't think anybody is in too much of an argument to say that he left the Cleveland Cavaliers the first time quite possibly the long way. And there's your diva attitude uh, for those that were, uh, you know, in debate with me on the, uh, you know, what do you mean LeBron's a diva? That that kind of thing, those kind of things, you know, I, you know, the focus has got to be on me, diva. That that's what he's about, and and I don't think there's too many teams out there that are like you're right, Todd. He's a puppet. Chiron is a puppet. Good to see you, Eric Williams. Uh, ah, Robert, good to see you. Are you playing this year? Let me know. Um, so that having been said. We're here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is Super Bowl Sunday. Quarro's going to be with us here in a couple minutes. We're going to do our regular show here, but talking a little bit, uh, little bit NBA. Butler scores 30 to lead the Wolves past the Pelicans. By the way, I think everybody needs to get up and and, and write a letter to New Orleans to change the name of this damn team. Yes, I'm sorry. Since they've been called the Pelicans, I almost can't even take them seriously. So, uh, some other things out here. Um, uh, the Wizards get past ma- the Magic uh, uh, last night. Harris scored the lead. The Clippers past the Bulls. The Bulls, wow. Whoa. Whoa. Crazy, crazy. Raptors, 19 three-pointers to get past Damien Lillard, my guy. And the Trailblazers, I'd love to see the Trailblazers make a step. I'd love to see him grab a guy because I love me some Damian Lillard. The guy's got talent. The guy's got snub. The guy the guy is probably one of the most underrated basketball players in the NBA right now. Reports that are coming out that the uh, free agent, Greg Monroe, is going to be signed by the Boston Celtics. Look out for that. Uh, LeBron says the link to the Warriors as a free agent is quote-unquote nonsense. This was, a, I did not see this, was nonsense. Listen, there's enough to be talked about. If it gets out in mainstream media, I don't think this was a joke. There were some talks. There are some things out there. I don't even think of, I don't know. The, you know. He says that his people were saying the wrong things. Well, he says that it's nonsense. I don't believe it. I believe it's out there. And with now what's going on in Cleveland with Love's going to be out with t- for two months with a broken hand, He's avoiding the surgery. He's not going to do it. By the way, any problem, I don't see any problem whatsoever with Russell Wilson. I would have loved to see him take a swing at this guy that came out on the court, came out on his at- – now, this is one of the things that, you know, it, it's hard for me because I go to Texas Legends game. What do they do after the game? They let him go out on the court and see the guy. I go to indoor football. What do they do after the games? So they, they let them go on the field and see the guys. You know? So I think it's part of it. But you just do not go out on the court at all for any real reason at an NBA, uh, at an NBA uh, arena. You just don't do it. I would have loved seeing Russell Westbrook with a right, right, right across this guy's face. It's almost like wrestling. If you ever watch wrestling and you see these cra- – and it's oh, it's always got to be the fat guy. God. Anyway, it's the drunk fat guy who tries to get in the ring and he takes a couple shots from the wrestlers. I, that's what I would have liked to see a little bit from uh, Russell Westbrook uh, uh, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. I would have loved to see more of that. So good to see you. Greg, uh, uh, one of my uh, old uh, workmates over there at u good to see you right there. We're, but what we're going to do now, Cuervo says he should be ready. He should be coming up here soon. So I'm giving you the warning, Cuervo, we're going to go into break. And, folks, we're going to have the break. You're up on the video. I'm not stopping the video because that's a pain in the butt, and I don't like doing it. So I'm going to kick the video. You'll see me walking around. I'm going to go get some more coffee. Um, so that, that's number one. Um, so you'll see me walking around during the break here on the couch potato sports show, cause we are going to take that break, uh, as we do have sponsors and I want to make sure our sponsors get hurt. And we do that each and every week as well.
1: So we'll bring
2: back up on Cuervo when he's ready to, uh, join. So hopefully he's done with his burrito and, uh, we'll do more. We'll talk a little bit more. We'll get into the NFL. We'll hear what Cuervo has to say about, uh, I want to hear what, has to say about lebron james and the nba so we're going to do that we're going to take a quick break here on the couch potato sports show it is super bowl sunday i haven't even talked the nfl we're going to break that down we're going to tear that up really good here on the couch potato sports show but we're going to take our first break here on the couch potato sports show we'll be back here on that being said it's our sunday morning tradition it is super bowl sunday we'll be right back This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice at your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting. Are you tired of seeing those love handles? Or do you just want to change your own image of yourself for a new you? Make sure you check into Perfection Body Sculpting located in the heart of Rowlett. A $69 consultation includes a 30-minute session of Laser Lipo. So start the New Year's off with a new amazing special from Perfection Body Sculpting. And remember, your goals are our highest priority. Contact 214-735-8519 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionsbodysculpt.com. And of course, I can't find anything right here. I don't it all set up. All right, well, folks, you're just going to have to hold on here for a second until I can find what I'm looking for. You're listening to the Couch Potato Sports Show. I'm not used to doing all this at once. Uh, There we go. All right. Got that? All right, very good. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. we got to go. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, siding, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214 That's 214 200 Wesson General contractors proud sponsor of the Ro Eagles radio broadcast and Chapter 13 Bankruptcy. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972-463-8417. It that always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday <laughs> night and your heater air, air conditioner goes <laughs> out. What are you going to do? P- All the heating p- and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-Star HBAC Contractors, serving RELF 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-Star HVAC Contractors. At RELF, we offer complete business <laughs> programs unlike any other that you've tried to call. I program it of unlimited group training sessions or customized service planning and the reserve tracking system dedicated to ensure
0: our members achieve.
2: want something just for you, we can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lake Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at spiritoutfitters.com It's a steel spot repairs and anti flip on floors and more. Want to see what kind of work you do? Check out our Facebook page and see the the craftsmanship you'll receive and expect from Buffalo Creek doors and floors. We have an
0: excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging will draw attention to your sales team. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and
2: pay attention to This family. is Sunny Clark, radio that's voice, that's your and your Ralad Eagles letting you know about Fit Body Bootcamp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp, body boot boot camp, camp your a your unique fitness program, program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Ralad Fit Body Bootcamp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any. Any other that you've tried before. Our program, it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbc.com. All right, everybody, welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Tommy Johnson, Florida's Working Man in Sports Radio. I'm a
0: Welcome back into the
2: Super. Sunday. Hopefully Querville will get his butt in here. He's late. You're late. You're late. This is radio you you here. Know, you know about the picture. me do it. There we, we Stop. there we go. There we go. Alright, we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. One guy doing this, doing handling both of it's cream been crazy. Good to see you out there. Nevin Casey, good to see you. Bring you on uh, get you all squared away. Querville will be in here just a month. It's Super Bowl Sunday. I want to get everybody's take here just really quick on the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to break it down. If you've listened to the show before you know where I'm going, you know who I'm picking. That having been said, I want to know who you're going to pick here in the Super Bowl. And there's some news that Todd brought out to me. Larry Fitzgerald has reached out to the Arizona Cardinals to sign Kirk Cousins. Interesting move. Because a lot of people feel that Kirk Cousins is a guy, if he had some weapons, in Washington, what could he have done? Now, that, that's a big story. Alex Smith, how about that? Going to the Washington Redskins for the amount of money that he went to the Washington Redskins. Unbelievable. I mean, the money is ridiculous. I mean, and Kirk Cousins, you know, Kirk Cousins even said he was going to make him wait. So they said, well, we're not going to wait for you. We'll go out and find the guy. And they went out and found Kirk Cousins. Now, that being said, or the Mark that, Alex Smith, that being said, Alex Smith has had a good season. And one of the knocks on this guy is the guy couldn't go deep. And you just look at the stats, guys. He went deep. But you're, you're reading my mind, Ty. Could this have been a waste of money? The guy has no weapons, I mean Kirk Cousins could not have been successful because of the fact that he had no weapons. That is one of the problems when you look at the washington Redskins and but here 's one of the problems in the philosophy of that football team this year's just a little bit different, and the reason why it's different is because you 've seen a division in football that Did not get the job, wasn't the norm, is what I'm going to say. Look at Philadelphia and what they did 13 and three. Really? When's the last time a team finished 13 and three? Okay, the year before with the Dallas Cowboys going 13 and three. Take away from that, when are we we talking about those numbers? 13 and three. So the idea of not giving him some weapons, and I'm talking about Kirk Cousins in Washington, not getting the weapons. They said, well, you know, maybe we should be able to win eight, nine, maybe ten games without weapons. Well, that didn't work with Kirk Cousins, but he had good season. Say whatever you want. I I don't want to put the guy down because one thing that Cuervo, my fine co-host, mentioned to me, the guy guy had no weapons, none. I don't know how I feel really about Kirk Cousins. I don't know how I feel. I want to see him on a team that has some talent. And – Believe me, Washington has not been breaking down the doors on talent out on the football field for years. That could be because of ownership. That could be because of talent. That could be a combination of both. But I was looking at Kirk Cousins, and, and I know this, I'm going to say something that sounds ridiculous. Kirk Cousins, I think, could go to Cleveland. Now, 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 before you rip on me, okay, before I, take a step back before you all rip on Sonny, okay? I know it's a terrible thought in reality. In reality that oh, yeah, was it, terrible! It's crazy crazy I, knucklehead, or I, terrible. I, got, I got Charles Barkley saying that's crazy knucklehead. Folks, listen. You got a young man in Josh Gordon over there, okay? That came back for for the game a couple games there for the Browns. I'm not am not a Josh Gordon fan. What, whatever the case may be, I'm just not a fan of him. But I'm not going to sit here and say the guy doesn't have talent. Look what he did catching the football just in what one or two games he played here just at the end of the season with no real talent. You have to have a change in philosophy in Cleveland if you're going to be successful. And frankly, I'll just say this, I think they made a huge mistake in letting their guy go to Denver, their quarterback. If you're Cleveland, you need to be on the phone talking to Kirk Peasants agent, and you need to sell the farm. This is the team that needs to do it, and you got some young talent on that team. And then you got to start working on the defense. If you take a look at Cleveland, this was a team that was in a fight each and every day. And I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is the final straw, is the final guy, is the guy that is going to make a difference in Cleveland making winners. I'm not doing that. But how about six season? a six-win season for the Cleveland Browns. How about that? Can you get a six-game season with wins underneath the W side one year with Kirk Cousins? Absolutely. Would you consider Cleveland having the six-win season successful? Oh, hell, yeah, you should. Now, Cleveland's got a lot of problems, don't get me wrong. And I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is the savior. I mean, we're talking about six games. I'm a believer, and this is me. You have got to have a drastic overhaul on your football team if you can't win six games in the NFL season, regardless what division that you're playing in. So you get it all squared away and you get up on the phone. Todd says Alex Smith will be facing likely a physical defense of four times a year in the Giants, Eagles, and Cowboys. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, but, uh, you're right. You didn't put Dallas in there. Sometimes the Dallas defense isn't right there. Will he stay healthy? Good point. You, you never know. But he's got guaranteed money up to yin-yang Yang over there. I, I'm talking yin-yang. Yang. You've got that much money on hold for you to lead this team at Alex Smith for the the Redskins? Absolutely. But back to Kirk Cousins, there are some teams that really are in a state where six games will make them better, and Cleveland is one of them. But if you're one of those teams like the Arizona Cardinals that are in the middle, now remember – the NFC uh, West is going to change dr- drastically. And I say that because I don't know what I think about Seattle right now. This is a team that's falling apart with, without question. And we, we saw that all year long. For the last two years, if you listen to this show, I've said, watch them slowly go into that downslope. But you still have Russell Wilson to contend with, with the Seattle Seahawks. Rams, I mean, without, I mean, it, new coach, new football team, new, you know, you know, second year guy going out there and doing what they do. Well, look out for him. This is a good football team. And then you have the new sensation over in, C, in San Francisco. Backup quarterback, Tom Brady. Jimmy G. So, the Arizona Cardinals have got to get competitive at the quarterback position or they're the one that's going to be sitting in third and fourth spot and Larry Fitzgerald going, man, why did I say? I would say for for years and years and years and, and I can't get back to the Super Bowl. The person who misses in this is Larry Fitzgerald. Out of all the players within the NFC West, Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> – this is a guy that could have – and we talked about it four years ago when Cuervo, I'll uh, bring him back in here. Get your butt online, Cuervo. Um, I mean, this guy could have went to, uh, to New England and could have been a Super Bowl champion by now. you course, you know, you know Pittsburgh. he could have went to any team, made him better, and could have been a Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl guy. So that kind of sucks when you think about what's going on with Larry Fitzgerald and the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals have got some work to do. Carson Palmer obviously is not the answer. Where they're going to be with him, will they give him another shot? I don't, I don't even know. But if you're the Arizona Cardinals, you've got to make a move. You've got to go find the team. You've got to go and make a difference for your football team and for the Arizona Cardinals that has to start at the quarterback position without question. So that's what's going on. Those that are watching, those that are putting. let me know who you think is gonna win this it, it's Bill, the Eagle Eye Bill Serna. You know, what, sweetheart <laughs> Good to see Bill Serna, the Eagle Eye, he's my side he's actually he's the one that holds it all together when it's time to go. Let's see here. Scarfing down your breakfast. yeah, hurry up. <laughs> hey, Bill, you want to get in? I, I'll bring you up on there and tell me that you want. If you have got your video camera, I'll bring you in, put you in the corner. I'll do it for anybody until Cuervo gets out, and gets done scarfing down his breakfast. But uh, and good to see Andreas. Andreas, you want to hop in? Good to see you, my friend. Hop in with us. We're talking the NFL. We're talking. Who is your pick in the Super Bowl? Do you care? I actually have some friends that are not going to watch this game. For multiple reasons, and I'm like, maybe it's me, but they have fell, in, they have fallen deeply into conspiracy land. I'm telling you, conspiracy that this this game is rigged for the the new one. I'm hearing is that this game is rigged for the Eagles to win, so the NFL can save itself. <laughs> That's the new one I'm, I'm I'm getting. Andrea says he doesn't care. Bill Cerna says Kirk Cousins will be Arizona Cardinal. And ladies Fitzgerald has something to say about it. You bet. So, uh, you want to join us? Let me know. And I'll, I'll click you in and bring you in. And, uh, oh, he is just landing from North Carolina. So he's still on the plane. Uh, I didn't even know he was in. North, I know why he was in North Carolina. So, uh, Bill Sermon, hopefully, you know, my, my right-hand guy. Listen, and I'm not saying this just because he's right here and he's like right that. He is the glue that keeps us together when we're calling football games for the Raleigh Eagles. Good guy. Good to see him. Carson Palmer did retire. Thank you very much. I, I did not know after Arians quit. I, I, I didn't keep up with it. I knew about Arians retiring. That's not good for the Arizona Cardinals, not, not at all. I remember the days. When Buddy Ryan walked in and said, you got a winner in town, and it took him 20 years after that to get a winner in town, that being Bruce Arians, without question. It changed that organization around in reality, so it was always good to see there. So, uh, yes, he is my analytical genius, without question, that being Bill Cerna. By the way, hey, believe it or not, football season for Raleigh Eagles varsity basketball team, it's just right around the corner. We're all set and ready to go yet another year for the Raleigh Eagles. But we are talking Super Bowl. Who do you think is going to win? We've got some people that don't care. Some people think that it's all rigged for Tom Brady yet to win another one. So it, I, I find it funny, and I was watching some of the uh, talks, and, and what, I kind of look at Facebook. I try to stay away from the political situations out on facebook i try to so i post animal videos but i do like watching the sports debates i really do like watching that because one guy will will think that you have lost your mind and come up with some crazy ideas of why one team will win one team won't or this was a penalty this wasn't a penalty the conspiracy the one i love is that tom brady pays off referees i love that one um yeah, it's amazing when you are so good. What will end up happening, and what people will say about you, um, as far as that's concerned. I do find it funny. I, I find it very, very funny. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't see the NFL or any football teams or any of that being rigged. I'm not a conspiracy NFL guy at all. So, if you want to, I, I want you to come with facts on why the New England Patriots are going to win. I want you to come with facts on why the the Eagles are going to win. I, I, that's what I want. I want to see the facts on why you would think one team is better than the other. Just, just that. That's the kind of thing I like to see. So, But some, let, let's talk about some of the news that come down. We, we have talked about it. Um, it, it. Bill Cerna says the car, uh, Cousins will be a Cardinal. But there's a report that's coming out. In case you didn't know, Bill Serna is is that the Redskins may just go ahead and franchise tag Kirk Cousins. You want to talk about a lot of money being wasted? Hell, you, one thing about the Redskins is they're not afraid to waste money because that would cost them another. That would cost them a ton. I mean, a ton of money to go ahead and franchise tag Kirk Cousins yet again. So, but uh, some of the news: Brady named the NFL MVP for a third time. And folks, really, to be honest, there was nobody else. I, yes, I tied Gurley with that question, a badass, a badass. And if he would have won, I would have been okay with it. But I'm not. I I have no problem with Tom Brady winning the NFL MVP. He was, matter of fact, he should have been the MVP last year but he missed the first four games, which, by the way, was the reason why they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I said it. He, his suspension is the reason why the New England Patriots won the Super Bowl last year. Because if those extra four games were up on him, do you, do you think that he would have been able to lead them back in that game against the Atlanta Falcons? Maybe, maybe not. The odds, I don't think, are there. But the fact that your guy gets four games off, They fought it to the Dickens, and in reality, I think they celebrated like hell. Because your best guy, your guy, not out on the football field for four games, four weeks, a month in football, by the way. That's an eternity by not taking hits out on the football field. And guess what? He would have took some hits. Didn't have to take the hits. When they actually went down and said that he was going to be suspended for the four games, that's when I said the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl without question. Go back in the archives. I said it as soon as I heard it. Patriots win the Super Bowl, and guess what? They did. Now I did not pick the Patriots for the Super Bowl this year, which I don't know how many te- guys, or how many teams. I mean, if you would pick the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl, it was a safe bet. And it's not the fact that I wasn't thinking about a safe bet. I was thinking about some other teams being better in the AFC. I was thinking this year was going to be the year that a team was going to step up and knock the Patriots down. Didn't happen. I was thinking it was going to be Oakland. Oh, was I wrong? Were you wrong about Oakland? Did you like Oakland? I did. I loved Oakland. I loved the idea of Oakland. I loved what they were going to be able to maybe do out on the football field. Would love loved to see that. So, uh, so I was wrong. My MC pick was wrong. My MC pick was way off. So, very interesting this year. I was, I was hoping Oakland would do it, and I actually, even in reality, had Pittsburgh going up against the Oakland Raiders to make it to the Super Bowl. So I didn't even have the Patriots there. Why? I don't know. He's the goat, man. He is the goat, without question. Good to see Bill and Terry How you doing? Good to see you Let us know who you're picking when you come in Let me know who you're picking in today's game We're going to be uh, talking about that as soon as Squareville gets them scarfing up his regular Good to see Frank Martinez in there Frank, who are you picking in the Super Bowl? Let me know, give me a give me a peck there On who you're going to do it But Arizona Cardinals um, Getting Kirk Cousins, a big story Also Washington Redskins Thinking about franchising Kirk Cousins again That would cost him too much money. I I think that is a story. I don't think it's real. I think that's something that that they just love to talk about. Hall of Fame, Randy Moss making it and T.O., which, by the way, one of the biggest miscarriages of justice when it comes to the Hall of Fame is T.O. And not because he spent some time with the Allen Wranglers, of course, I called those games. No. I genuinely dislike him very much so i I've, I've had straight one-on-one dealings with him, and the guy is an arrogant punk. hate his guts. I mean personally, I just don't like the man, but I'm not going to deny the talent. The guy should have been in the Hall of Fame first ballot without question, miscarriage of justice, second year just to rub his face in it, and the people who vote ought to be ashamed of themselves, ought to be ashamed of themselves. Interestingly enough, uh, so Randy Moss gets in, um, I, and I was m- misinformed yet again. I thought only one position to get in for the Hall of Fame, but Moss and Tarlones in get in there, and then Brian Urlacher, just a, a Chicago Bear guy. He's a guy that you just gotta like. Brian Urlacher he is—he's just a guy you end up liking. Uh, the, and the guy that wins the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, without question, should have been J.J. Watts. It's J.J. Watts is the you know the guy, without question. I love J.J. Watts. And if you listened to our show last week, if you're the Houston Texans, you need to ship this guy out. That's right. I said it. I mean, what are the chances of him being out there, out on the football field for you for long periods of time? For the last three years, it hasn't been a lot. So what could you get for a J.J. Watts out there? What is the going rate for a J.J. Watts? What would you give up for a J.J. Watts? Real simple. J.J. Watts is a badass. J.J. Watts makes any team better. The problem is you have to take a look at the talent Then you gotta ask yourself the question about the talent. Is he gonna be good enough for you for for ten days, six games? You're not gonna see him. Could be more. Whether it's the injuries, and and I don't wish injuries on anybody, but this guy is a guy that is a guy that's set up to get injured each and every year. Good to see you, Bob Shirley. Good to see you. So, what do you think about JJ Watts? Where should JJ Watts be there? Good point there from Todd. Offensive line for the Patriots, technically sound. And also, you know, and I know they fumbled the ball, but, man, I just don't remember it, I guess. they a football team that doesn't get rid of the ball. Turnovers. Now, you'll see Tom Brady throw a bad pass up, but I don't see him fumbling the football a lot. Football team that doesn't fumble footballs finds their way into the playoffs and into the Super Bowl. So, I don't know. There I am back. Ooh, my screen went black. We are here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. We are going to be bringing on Cuervo. So that means we're going to take our take another break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. I'm going to warm up my coffee. And if this thing turns me off, I'm going to get really angry. So we're going to go into our – we're going to go into a break here. We're going to play our commercials, which is what we got to do. And – I'm doing this all by hand. I should have done this a little bit better, but I'm, I'm back. Hey, good to see you. All right, so we're going to take that quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. And I know how to do this. Sometimes the search just works so much better. There we go. All right, so we're going to do that. We're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. You're listening to coverage of Super Bowl Sunday. We'll be back. This is Henry Clark, radio voice of your round red right eagles that you know about At Western general, right? general Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience, so roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles Radio Broadcast. It always happens. That's five star HBAC contractors serving Raleigh 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 214 457 8441. Call the experts at five star HBAC contractors. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice at your Rally at Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Bootcamp. What makes Fit Body Bootcamp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. There we go. I'm back here. on I, I, I see a lot of things, and I, I don't like just picking because of c- certain facts. I, I I don't like doing that, but certain facts are in play here. And those certain facts are is that the best quarterback wins Super Bowl. And we're going to break it down here. And what we, I'm just going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to go into a break, and I'm going to get Cuervo back up online. And uh, we'll do that. So we'll take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we'll knock the second part out, and we'll get into the Super Bowl. We'll be right back. In 1998, Scooter's Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive-through coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is, amazing people serving amazing drinks, amazingly fast. Scooters only roast from the top 10% specialty coffee beans in the world. And their specialty? The Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooters, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich, velvety caramel jam. So make sure you check out Scooters Coffee located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive-thru so you can get onto your business real quick. That's Scooters Coffee located in Rowlett. Buying or selling your home could be the single most important decision you make in your life. You need someone with the experience and know-how to help you through this decision. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associate Realtors has you covered. Knowing the specifics of the Rowlett and Rockwall area is his specialty. Contact Brian at 972-533-9059. Or visit them on the web at brianchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with a Y, not I, chadwick.jphomesforsale.com. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, learn the art of self-defense, discipline, respect, physical development, and mental focus. Become the best that you can be. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, we offer an after-school program, fitness kickboxing, birthday parties, summer camp, and homeschool classes. Check out our one-year anniversary special, two weeks in a free uniform for nineteen ninety-nine. That's right, nineteen ninety-nine gets you two weeks and the free uniform. Check out Chang Lee's at 469-506-4483 or visit them on the web at mychanglees.com. This is Sonny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not their paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy-related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal court. Are you in need of an electrician in the Rowlett, Rockwall, or Saxe area? What kind of electrical work needs to be done? Residential, business, or industrial? Contact Allen Bauer Electric for all of your electrical needs. It's important to have a qualified, licensed electrician taking care of any electrical problems you may be having so your loved one or customers are safe. We have built our business on quality for a fair price. And good customer service, but of course... Give Allen Bauer Electric a call at 214-356-0197 and tell him Sonny sent you. Allen Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. This is Sonny Clark Radio Voice of your Rowlett Eagles letting you know about Perfection Body Sculpting located in Rowlett. Did you know that Perfection Body Sculpting doesn't just offer laser lipo and radio frequency for body contouring? We also offer cellulite reduction and skin tightening, as well as thermal lift and cosmetic and collagen facial creams, as well as top-of-the-line facial masks to help reduce fine wrinkles. There are also gift certificates, as well as gift baskets with awesome products in it. Call today for your appointment and get three 24-gold facial masks with the purchase of a $69 consultation that includes a 30-minute laser lipo session. So contact 214 or visit them on the web at www.perfectionbodysculpt.com. All right, everybody. Welcome back into the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in the Sports Radio here on Super Bowl Sunday. It doesn't get much better than this. Love me some Super Bowl Sunday. Thanks for joining us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. That having been said, of course, that's
1: the name of this show.
2: We're going to go ahead and bring on the fine co-host of this program. Let me hit that button right there.
1: Oh, you didn't know?
2: In case you didn't know. You have better call somebody. It is Cuervo on Super Bowl Sunday, always
1: fashionably lit. Buddy's here. How you doing, Cuervo? Sonny, partially my fault, partially not my fault. But partially I, the internet. I will admit. Partially yes, partially the internet, but uh, that still doesn't make up for an hour and a half. So um, how you doing this morning or afternoon now oh, I,
2: for you? I, yeah, it's afternoon now for me. It's morning for you. Well, no, now it's now it's afternoon for you. Um, as you're you're on the two hour difference. But no, I, I'm doing great, and I'm glad we're doing this right about now because then you can go get a nice meal before you sit down, and you don't have to listen to our nonsense before the game. You can maybe, if you wanted, listen to those other guys who are. You know, we're just as good as them but sometimes i get why people want that but at the same time here we are
1: yeah exactly i mean you know we always we always preach it sonny um our show we 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 tell the reality of situations and 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 our true opinions um if you want if you want mainstream answers and all that stuff then go ahead and you know, watch ESPN, watch NFL Network, watch NBC. Who's covering the game today? Uh, you can watch those guys, but um, you know, we're, we're going to tell you our opinion whether people like it or not. It's just, it's just our opinion. That's exactly what it is.
2: Yeah, and, and, and believe me. There's not a lot of uh, facts, or there's a lot of time there's gut intuition. Um, that was proof by me picking the Indianapolis Colts a couple of games last year, um, but, <laughs> or this year. But, you know, it is one mm-hmm. of, some of the things that we'll see, we'll pick a swing on and things of that sort. But we are here on Sunday morning. Before we get going, there's a couple of things I want to get your opinion on. I want to start back, I want to just take a couple of minutes. Back into the NBA, sure. LeBron James. A couple of stories. Obviously, I'm sure you saw the thing from Colin Cowherd about LeBron and the Lakers, and then some other stories about LeBron and the Warriors. I'm asking myself and everybody else, and I've been in a lot of, I guess if you want to call them Facebook fights, uh, I like to call them Facebook debates. But I don't know why the Golden State Warriors would want LeBron James. They beat him without even having him on the team. So I don't understand why adding LeBron would make him any better. I mean, they did break records. Uh, Granted, didn't win the championship or whatever the case may be, but they have won the championship against LeBron James. So why would you need a LeBron James? So comment on L.A. I think I'm okay with the L.A. thing, but I don't know why the Golden State Warriors would even want to think about bringing this guy on their basketball team.
1: Well, Sonny, <clears throat> well, here's the thing. Golden State doesn't need him. Golden State, it would just be a luxury. It would be, a, it would be a, 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 a convenience to have him. But you know what? That's what the NBA has become now. It's become how many superstars can we stack on one team and talk about how great we are? Well, yeah, yeah I mean, of course you're going to be better than other teams when you stack all the best players on one team and then you want to sit there and debate, well, you know, you guys are the greatest team of all time and blah, blah, blah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like turning off salary caps on a video game where you could just trade yeah. everybody to one, to one team and, and talk about how great you are. Like to me, it's, it's, it, it, I it's not cheating. I'm not going to call it cheating. I'm I'm just going to call it, um, not being very competitive, you're just you're just buying a championship. You're buying your way into winning uh, games and all uh, that. But you know what? I mean, that's that's the way it is. Money talks, Sonny. And thanks to the NBA, who continues to increase their their TV, you know, deals and and increase the salary cap, it allows teams to do this. So, what I say about it is for for the teams that complain and the teams that get mad about it, y'all you guys are the ones, the owners are the ones that vote on it and approve these these salary caps and all this stuff to increase. So if you yep. hate it so much, then why do you agree to allow it to happen? It's a good very good
2: point. I, yeah, as far as where, where certain guys are or where certain franchises are as far as monies are concerned, you know, that's always going to be a concern and things of that sort. But at the same time, Cuervo, I am right there with you as far as what are you going to do as far as your franchise is concerned? How are you going to make yourself better? And, you know, and, and I'm not naive. I know how good LeBron James is. I'm not that dumb. But I, I still mm-hmm. go back to the story, and I, and, you know, you don't need the guy, and I think you should win the game, win the games without him. I mean, I just could not imagine Larry Bird and Magic Johnson on the same NBA team. We saw it in the Olympics. I mean, but as, as far as what it was all about and things of that sort, I mean, can you? I mean, think of it in the day, you had Magic, you had Bird. You had Isaiah Thomas of the 90s and 80s, okay? And and then you, 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 Larry Bird, you, you had, like, coast-to-coast superstars, you know, you know, I, in almost every time zone. Now they're on the far east or the far west, and what's usually hanging is the Midwest. There's nothing going on in the Midwest because Chicago's not as good as they used to be either, so... You know, we're missing a lot in the middle of the state. All we're getting is, you know,
1: coastline teams. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, in Golden State, um, you know, in Boston, those are the two teams that are kind of, I wouldn't say stacking, but, um, but, you know, they're they're making the right moves to make themselves better. Absolutely. Yes. um, You know, I I mean – I, I can't explain what's going on in Cleveland, Sonny. I'm sure I don't know if that's I'm sure that's something else you wanted to touch on, but Yeah,
2: yeah. What you do know. you think's gonna happen? Quimble, I mean, you you think LeBron leaving the first time people were up in arms? I I mean, what what do you think is gonna happen? I mean, really in reality, I was talking earlier in the show, I don't think LeBron can do this right or wrong. he's gonna have his critics whichever way he does it. So there's always going to be, but, but I think for the majority of most people, think what he did when he left Cleveland the first time was a mistake. Mm-hmm. I think that's you know the going understanding of what's going on regarding him. Um, you know, he, obviously, I don't think he could do the same thing as he did this year, you uh, or that or that time. I think he's got to leave a different way. But I mean, I don't think there's any way that he gets out of you know when he makes the choice to leave. I don't think there's going to
1: be any good
2: way of doing it. Someone's going to be a critic.
1: Yeah, and you know, and you know, and I was one of them, Sonny. The first time he left, you know, I, I he you know, I I kind of looked at him as a, as a sellout, and I think I was more Me too. mad in the fact that he decided to not go to Chicago, but but regardless, <laughs> you know, he's a sellout. He, uh, you know, he turned his back on his team, kind of like Kevin Durant. Um, you know, same same concept. Um, you know, but but if he does it again this time, I think people understand now um, why he would do it. And and honestly, me personally, as much as I dislike LeBron, I wouldn't blame him one bit. Actually, I'd be yeah, I don't date. I'd be surprised if he stayed in Cleveland. To be honest with you. Yeah, I don't um, think he stays. I, I mean, I, I, think, I think it's a mistake that he does stay. I think he should test the free agent market. Because here's the thing, you know, it, it's, it, it's unfortunate that Dan Gilbert um, weaseled LeBron into coming back to Cleveland, making him believe that he was going to get him a championship team, and they got one title. They did. But you have to be honest about it, Sonny. What have they done since then? You know, what have they honestly done since then? Nothing. They've gone to the finals and they've gotten embarrassed by the Golden yeah. State Warriors. So to me, it's like, where's, where is the, where's the commitment to him, to LeBron, Yes. if you're Dan Gilbert? Well, and well, it's, and it's an interesting I... thing. It's an interesting thing. You know, Colin, I know he's one of your favorite guys, but he made, a, he made an interesting point. You know, he, he, said, he said billionaires uh, are, are smarter than millionaires. And, and, and they always get, they get what they want, and that's why they're billionaires. And Dan Gilbert, he, he conned his way. He, he, I don't know, whatever, however you want to say it, got him to actually have LeBron believe that he was going to make it better. And well, he right. has not delivered he hasn't delivered. Well, is so. that really his fault, Cuervo?
2: I, I, you know, I've heard that. I don't want to say excuse. I, I guess I've heard that take. But really, a lot of what is going on in Cleveland is, let's be honest, is a LeBron problem. And what I mean by problem is, is that nothing goes on in Cleveland without his approval. And, and if anybody really honestly thinks that this team makes independent decisions outside of LeBron, is crazy. Um, th- there's absolutely no way that is going on. They have to run it by LeBron without question. Um, so I think part of that, don't you think, is to the fault of LeBron. Um,
1: that's a very good point, actually, Sonia. I, I think I think you are right about that. Um... I think this, they can't think fire the general a manager when it's LeBron James, right? I
2: mean, I mean, I mean if, well, if they you did. Talk about they job, did. <laughs> you might as well be the, the the general manager or the coach of this team because it's not going to be the reason why you get fired. It's just going to be because LeBron's done with you. And if you go into the mm-hmm. job taking it, understanding that, that's fine. But I'd take the money. Okay, LeBron, who do you want? Okay, we'll try to get it done. You know, you're in control. And that's part of the problem with LeBron James, which, by the way, is one of the reasons why I thought Miami was the right place for him when you have a guy who won't put up with that nonsense. Obviously, you know who, we're, who I'm talking about. You, know, you can't, I don't think, and this is me, you can't let LeBron have that much domination over what you're going to do as a franchise. And Dan Gilbert. Problem, you know, is where it was. You know, so, you know, in order to get him back, you've got to let LeBron be LeBron. Okay? But I'm going to tell you right now, as far as the Miami Heat is concerned, and what they mm-hmm. did as far as the NBA, it, it, NBA is concerned, and what they did when Pat Riley was running that, Riley said, listen, we're doing this my way. I don't care what you got, got to say. He laid down the law. And I think teams are afraid to lay down the law to LeBron James. It's the reason why he went back to Cleveland, because there wouldn't be any laws to lay down if he went back to Cleveland. Now it's different, Cuervo. If he goes to the Lakers, will it be different? If he goes to the Warriors, will it be different? I would say absolutely yes, because th- those are basketball teams. LeBron is a basketball entity, and that's not good for your franchise, at least in my personal opinion, if you're going to let LeBron be LeBron.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's good and bad that comes with uh, a guy like LeBron. You know, I mean, when you, when you give somebody too much authority, power, uh, yep. as a player within a franchise, uh, yeah. it could come back and, yep. and, and and backfire on you. Now, I will say this. It's happened before. We've seen, you know, the, the, the greats of, of, of the game. I mean, I don't, you, you don't think, you don't think and Michael did the same thing in Chicago? Absolutely he did. Absolutely. He stopped, he stopped Scottie Pippen from getting traded. Um, a lot of people don't know this story, but um, Scottie Pippen was almost traded to the Houston Rockets yes, uh, he was. before he actually went to the Rockets. What the Bulls were going to get in return was a young guy by the name of Tracy McGrady. That deal never went down because Michael was like, "Eh -eh, no, you're not letting Scotty go nowhere. That's my road dog. And that's fine. That's understandable. That's understandable because instead of um, complaining and and, and being confrontational, he just – it was just kind of one of those. No, I disagree with it. See, that's the problem with LeBron, in my opinion, Sonny. I think it's okay to, to disagree with certain things, but I, I just kind of feel like he becomes a little too dramatic with certain situations, and I agree. It turned, and, and, and that's why he has that label to some people of being yeah. a drama queen, because yeah. that's that's how he portrays himself. You know, I mean, the, the, his actions on the courts, um, you know, the way he talks about like last night, last night, for example, you know what he said in front no, of, in front in front of all say, their, enlighten me. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is one of the better ones, Sonny. Uh, Le, apparently, LeBron thinks or feels like the Cavaliers should no longer be on national television because of the way they're playing. Whether you agree with that or not, I mean, that's that's up to you to say, you know what, LeBron is right. They're, they're, they're the defending Eastern Conference champions and they're, they're embarrassing the conference and blah, blah. Yeah, he's right. They shouldn't show him anymore. It's just an embarrassment. Or we could disagree and say, well, that's the best that the East has to offer and they should continue. Regardless, the fact that he said it, though, the fact that he yep. said it, it is one of those things where which is why People label him as a drama queen because you you would have never heard Larry Bird, Magic, Michael, Shaq, all these other great legends in the history of the game. They would have never said anything like that, no matter how frustrated they were with with, you know, with their team or how they maybe they were playing within a certain period of time they would never would have said something like that. And even if they did say something like that, it'd be behind closed doors. It would be, you know, a private conversation or it'd be a private thought, not publicly for everybody to quote and write articles about and, and talk about it on sports center. You know, and and if it's, if it's to get the attention of his other players, dude, you're going about it the wrong way. You know, these young guys still haven't learned. They still haven't learned that. Going public to try and create a stir on social media to try and wake your team—it doesn't work. It, it does the opposite. It pisses them off. And now, yep. now, now, this ball club is going to be more torn than ever. Sonny, you watch. Now and not only that, calling out your other players.
2: We're calling out your players in in uh, what, how do they say it? Um, a, a passive-aggressive way. On, on Facebook calling out Kevin Love in reality, you know, that, first of all, that does absolutely no good. Second of all, it pisses him off. And third of all, Kevin Love doesn't have anything to lose by saying, screw you, LeBron. Uh, you know, th- and that's, what, th- that's why this whole thing, you know, with the LeBron James love affair and Kevin Love and everything else, the guy's got to read. Kevin Love doesn't have to prove anything to anybody. So, with him saying, screw you, LeBron, that's him. I have nothing to lose. I'm out for two months. Got a broken hand. I'm going to tell you right now, Larry Bird, Isaiah Thomas, Michael Jordan, Dennis Rodman, I can go through a list of players that would play with a broken hand. I'm telling you right now, that would not happen back in the day. Matter of fact, if I'm not not mistaken, Bill Lambier had a club on his hand for crying out loud. Okay? A broken hand couldn't keep him out of the lineup to save your life. And Kevin Love, on the other hand, he's got the championship ring. He has nothing to lose because he doesn't have to be the guy. He doesn't have to be the next Jordan. He doesn't have to be the diva of the NBA. He can just be a player and say, screw you. And I love his positioning in this as well because I think he can play, Quirzov. Broken hand or not, I think he played. Um, but why should you? And, and that is the reason why you, know, you look at LeBron James and everything, and it, you, it, the dedication that you have to your craft and what you will do to sacrifice to be a winner is, is the reason why the, the, the all, all-time greats have the respect, the Michaels, the Isaiah, the uh, Larry Bird's the Kevin McHale, so, you know, all those guys. We can go through the list. Magic John you can go through all of those and you, you just don't get that. But in today's game. Okay. It's about LeBron having to live up to it. And he is the one that has fallen for it more so than anybody. Well, I gotta be, I gotta be, LeBron. if he just got away from that thinking, and just said, I'm going to play basketball. I don't think, I don't think people would have too much of a problem with LeBron James. Now, is part of this the media? Is this part of everybody else saying he's the next LeBron? Absolutely, yes. But sometimes you have to accept your role. But how you play the role is how you will either be liked or disliked, and that's what pe- And that's the reason why people dislike my uh, uh, LeBron, George, or LeBron James. They don't like him because of the way that he handles himself, and you know he, quote unquote takes responsibility, but in fact he doesn't at the same time. He can take responsibility and put the blame on somebody in the next sentence without skipping a heartbeat. That is one of the things about LeBron James that people don't like because I'm telling you right now, when the greats played bad, they admitted it and they swallowed it. And what it did is just fueled the fire for him to be better and to be Mm -hmm. the champion next year.
1: Yeah, no, you're right, Sonny. I mean, you know, guys back then, they owned up to their mistakes. They manned up. Um, now it's it's kind of like I'm going to use the media to point the finger at somebody else. Um, you know, a, a lot of them will sit there and say, no, it's on me, it's on me. But their actions speak differently. Their actions yep. speak differently. So that's why it's kind of like, yeah, people are going to – that's why they don't fall for it no more. You're going to say the right things. However, your your actions don't match your your thought, your opinion. It's a, it's, a, it it tells close. a different story. So yeah. that's it's why it's that's, not why, it's not that's it's why not I, even you know,
2: close, Cuervo. You, you and I both know it's not even close.
1: Right. So so in reality, it, it I mean, is it's wh- just kind of yeah, it, it's yeah, it is what it is, right? You, 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 that's what you were going to say. You, 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 yeah, it is what
2: it is. It, it is the diva. It, he is the diva, and, and and good or bad. And I say bad. LeBron James has changed the way basketball is played, and and it he's the one that's changed it. Okay, it, it's not it it's not anybody. It's not a group of people. It's him. Now, granted, he had a group of people involved with it, but he is, pretty much has changed the way. That basketball is played today, by you know. I, I'm going to tell you right now, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, and would not want to play on the same team. I'm sorry, they wouldn't. I just know it. I, 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 can. I now, the when, when Michael Jordan said yes to Dennis Rodman, I'm going to tell you right now. I, I almost had no clue. I, you, you want to talk about someone who hated Dennis Rodman was Michael Jordan. But Michael Jordan took the sack back seat to that whole situation. He should have said yes or no to that whole situation, Quervo. If he wanted to say no and be done with it, he could have. He didn't. He took on Dennis Rodman. Why? Because as much as I don't like Dennis Rodman and his game, Jordan recognized that his greatness at his craft. And without question, Dennis Rodman his craft was not scoring big points it was about rebounding it was about defense and he and that's the reason why he took him he took his ego to the side and said that guy's going to make us better and 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 that's what and that's the difference so you know it, it is what it is you, know, you get LeBron in a certain way and things, but, and uh Todd made a good point in my in my page LeBron also got uh David Blatt fired as well um, so, it, it, you know, there, there's just so many things that comes with a LeBron James that goes negative more so than positive. That's the reason why the majority of people, I think, I, and, and, I, I, and I may be wrong, but I think the majority of the people are sick of his,
1: you know, sick of his story. I mean, I think so, too. I think there's, you know, there's a little to that where – People are just kind of tired of hearing about LeBron. This is kind of like the same thing with with Tom Brady. And you know, we're going to get into the Super Bowl since it is Super yeah, Bowl Sunday. Absolutely. We're going to get into all that, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, it's the same thing. You know, it's kind of like it's time for a new story. It's time for something different to talk about. And um, and no, I'm not talking about the Warriors either. That's not new either. Um, you know, there, there's other up-and-coming teams, you know. I mean, I know I heard you mention it earlier about the uh, trade that Detroit made to get Blake Griffin. Um, oh, yes. Love that you trade know, I by thought, the way. Yeah, well, I mean, I love it if I'm the Clippers. I mean, they – they, I think they – what did they – didn't they get a first-round pick out of that? They got a
2: first-round pick in the third, if I'm not mistaken. I might be speaking out of turn, but I think that's what I remember. But, but what the Detroit – Pistons got out of it is immediate upgrade in reality to put them in positioning for the playoffs. And when was the last time they were actually a viable you know, candidate in the playoffs? They haven't been for years. So in reality, do they lose you know quite a bit in reality? Yeah, I think they do. But for the immediate future of that franchise and what they could maybe do with a Blake Griffin, and, and listen, I'm not mm-hmm. saying Blake Griffin's the greatest thing to come along since Punch. I'm not. But does he make the Detroit Pistons better? Oh, hell yeah. And not only by a little, Cuervo, it's a lot. Because they get a different kind of player than they're used to.
1: This is true, and it's it's scary to think about him and Andre Drummond together. That's a good oh. duo. That's a really oh, good duo. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah.
2: And, and, and we're going to be talking about that as we move. Obviously, this will be, uh, you know, we'll probably talk about the Super Bowl um, and the results of that probably later in the week. Well, I, I think I'm going to want to do a show on Tuesday. Can't do one on Monday. Um, but on Tuesday, um, you know, we'll talk about that. But then we got NBA, and I'm all over NBA this year. I've been watching so much basketball, it, 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 and I've been keeping quiet about it because, things develop in the NBA just a little bit differently as when I started watching it at the beginning of the year to where we are right now. Um, a lot of things that change my opinions have changed from the beginning to where they are. So I don't look too much like a hypocrite. So <laughs> but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's going to be fun to watch the last part of the NBA and, uh, and then, um, you know, moving into baseball as, as well. So, uh, and then, of course, the, the NBA news or the NFL news is going to be going out there. Now, Cuervo, let's do this. Let's talk about the reason why. I mean, I put it out there. And and, and by the way, I know Charles Barkley would hate me right now because of my thinking on. Earlier it was terrible. Football. Crazy knucklehead of terrible. It, it was Queer Yeah, you know, he, he's been on me all week long, by the way. Cuervo, there is no – to me, I, and it was so simple, and I hate this because I, I, I put it out there, Cuervo, I want the Philadelphia Eagles to win today. I do. I, I put it out there, and I have said it, now, and, and I'll say it again. I want the Philadelphia Eagles to win. The problem is, Cuervo, is if you look at the history of the Super Bowl, all you've got to do is go down the list and find out who the better quarterback was, and they won the game. And, Cuervo, this is not even close, now thinking that way. Now, I know my logic is completely insane, but at the same time, you've got to go back close to 12 years before my logic is thrown out the window. And I, I don't know. History has a, it has a tendency to repeat itself, and the Super Bowl is no different, Cuervo. I mean, you've got to go back to Eli Manning and the lucky helmet catch, you know you because know, obviously Eli Manning's not a better quarterback than Tom Brady So that's how far you've got to go Back Cuervo to, to Figure out who wins the Super Bowl And that one game is Not enough for me to change my mind to think That for some reason Nick Foles Will get the job
1: done against The Ghost Well I mean it's It's not you know Those two going at each other At the same time though it's Nick Foles against the Patriots' defense. It's Tom Brady against the Eagles' defense. So, in reality, it's, that's what you've got to look at is who's got the better defense, who's got the, the, the guys that can slow down the, the other offense. And when you look at it on paper, Sonny, well, let's be real. Philadelphia has the better defense. Um, but when you're going up against number 12 – does that, does that really matter all the time? No, it doesn't. Um, but, but when you're just looking at it on paper, you know, when you look at defense's advantages goes to the Eagles, in my opinion. So... Um,
2: well, let me ask you what, this, and I get that, because you, you're right. One thing about numbers, they have a hard time lying, don't they? I mean, really, you think, absolutely. About, you think about what the NFL is, and you think about numbers, you think about greatness. Sometimes those numbers are wrong. But one thing that I wonder about is is how much situational play changes the numbers, skews the numbers, you know, changes a perception of what you're seeing out on the football field. And what I I mean is is that you'll take a look at the Patriots, and uh, for some reason, I don't know what it is about this football team. And, you know, situational football, there's nobody better than Bill Belichick to adjust. There's nobody better than figuring out oh, what you to do to win a game, and, and I, without I, I a just doubt. wonder when situational football out outglows numbers.
1: Um, I think it does more than you realize. I mean, situational football is 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 always a critical thing, especially when it comes to later in games, and, and that's what you see a lot of in uh in New England is you know, games when they start off slow, but the thing Which is, is done. see the Patriots it's a, yeah, and the, so the in case people haven't realized all right, in the past <laughs> fifteen years that the Patriots have, have pretty much dominated the NFL. Okay, five Super Bowls in fifteen years. That's that's pretty dominating. That's thirty three percent of the time they win. Uh, Or thirty four, about how you look at it. Um, They're second half team, okay. I don't think I'm breaking news. We don't need to go. We don't need to go. Ted Koppel on here, but the Patriots are a second half team. Um, So for all those people that that um, are are just ready to to, you know post memes at halftime, don't forget about last year. It's so easy to forget. You know, yep. it was, what was it, 21, nothing at
2: halftime? <laughs> but that's the Ted Koppel. Where, well, that's the Ted Koppel. I, that, that's what you play at halftime if, if the 49ers are down. They're going to get back into the game. That's the Ted Koppel. You know, it doesn't even, it, you know, obviously, look at last year. It not even matter how many points they're down. They get back into the game in the second half. What? Why? Because of situational football, different things change. And finding out another team's weakness, at halftime, and there's nobody better. And not only that, Bill Belichick gets two weeks to go and figure out how you're going to beat Nick Bowles. I, I don't even know how anybody can look at the Philadelphia Eagles and rightly pick that team to win this game, as far as that's concerned. Unless you're a conspiracy theorist that is out there that thinks that the, the only way the NFL is going to survive is the Philadelphia Eagles winning that I kind of throw that out to one of our co-parts, it being uh, Tarvin. Tarvin seems to think that the NFL has to have the Eagles win in order for them to get their numbers back. And I don't know if that's necessarily true. It's a great conspiracy, but I'm not falling for it. I'm falling for the team that comes back in the second half, that being the Patriots.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I, I saw those messages this morning, Sonny, and I've, and I've got my own opinion on it. Um, what I say to that is I I I I agree in the part of there there's there is a part of me that says that the NFL wants either one team, probably New England to win. Um but you know, my my take on it is that it's it's net, the ratings are going to they're going to they're going to stay low number 1 until they can figure out what the hell a catch is and number 2 Tom Brady retires. Numbers will stay low until they fix those two things. Well, I mean you can't fix Tom Brady retiring, but you can fix the whole what is a catch thing, but um but until Brady retires, a lot of people are, are getting kind of bored with the product that the league is putting out, especially in the postseason. Yeah, especially from you the know, Patriots. Right, right. So, you know, it's kind of like how I, I posted two weeks ago. I'm, I'm I'm not a Patriot hater. I mean, I, I understand. Hey, you, you know, the, the, the goal is to go out there and win every year. It's just – it sucks that, that that actually happens where a team is actually in it every year, uh, but that's the reality of it. That's, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Um, see, the difference between the New England Patriots, Sonny, and a lot of other dynasties and other sports, uh, you know, and, and, and if Brady if, – if the Pats win tonight, okay, he will match Michael Jordan as far as championships. And that's been the big talk for two weeks, too. Is, is the greatest American sports athlete in the history. You know, and a lot of people agree that it's, it's Michael. Um, but if Brady wins tonight, that's, that's two more rings as a quarterback than any other quarterback in the history of the game. And, that, and I mean, that's, that's not easy to do. Winning one is hard enough. Ask Dan Marino. He, he, he yes. retired with zero. So to win six of them, so win six of them, when the next guy below you has four. That I mean, I don't think we're ever going to see that again.
2: I don't I think agree. we're ever
1: going to see that.
2: I don't know how um, you can. I don't think teams are built that way this anymore, Cuervo. And you know, it's an not. interesting thing. And I, I got a friend who was asking me, do you think that that you agree with him? He thinks that the NFL this year was the most boring. And lack of quality
1: of all time. Do you agree with that statement? Um, lack of quality. No, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I think, I think the quality is good every year. I think it was how all about, the spy- how about boring. Um.
2: Well, I mean, I don't. I don't.
1: It's it's the same thing every year, you know. Every every week, it's football, you had football. <laughs> a couple. Yeah, you had a couple of uh, you know thrillers or overtime, you know, last second wins and stuff like that. You're going to get that every season. But I think what ticked what rubbed people the wrong way this year was the whole situation with uh, uh, you know players standing for the national anthem and all the other side drama that was going on.
2: Um, Side drama for good, the good, good, good analogy. Side drama, uh, you know. And,
1: and what I what I did like though, and I know some of the old fogies out there will disagree with this. I like the fact that they allowed team celebrations back into the into the game, because to me, there's nothing wrong with it. There really, to me, I don't think there's anything wrong with having team sell so as long as it's all in good fun and, and you're not disrespecting anybody uh, or anything like that, to me, I think it's, I think it's a good thing. You know, it's, it's football's supposed to be, it's a sport, but it's also it's supposed to be when, fun. When it's, when it's, it's, it's at the level of the NFL, it's supposed to also be entertaining because you pay a ticket to go watch them play. Right. You, you, you want, you expect some sort of entertainment involved and when you don't allow the players on the field to entertain the crowd then what do you you're just going out there and you're watching guys play a game when you could just be sitting at home and doing the same thing for free Correct. right you know i mean to me i like that part um but uh, you know it it's it's a the other stuff though i mean I wouldn't say it's but boring. Football is not a boring sport. So there has to be something else that that turns certain people off that say that the game was boring this season. Um, I think it's boring that, uh, you know, we're talking about New England and the Super Bowl again, but that this is just one game. This is just one part of the game. Yeah. So, yeah, but, and, you know, and, back to what uh, I was what saying, Sonny, what I think the difference between this dynasty compared to other dynasties in sports, okay, the, obviously the centerpiece is Tom Brady. I think the reason that people don't like the Patriots is because of how they're labeled. You know, if they weren't labeled or they weren't thought of as cheaters, maybe teams wouldn't or maybe fans would embrace them a little more because if you go back, and you look at the other great dynasties in sports, right? You know, you had, you had the old Yankees teams and, and whatnot, and you had, uh, you know, the Showtime Lakers. Um, I mean, and, and I'm not old enough to remember, Sonny, I'm sure even if you weren't a Laker fan, you had a, you, you enjoyed watching them. Absolutely. And and, and it was all, it was all in good, you know, in, in good entertainment. And it was, it was good quality basketball that you were watching. Uh, the, you know the 49 Forty or the Steelers in the seventies, the Niners in the eighties. See, the thing is, all those teams, there there was no controversy surrounding them. There was no uh-huh. question about whether they were cheaters or whether, you know, they they, you know, their integrity was was being questioned. See, the thing with New England is, it's like almost every year, there's always something surrounding them. There's always some sort of drama involved with the New England Patriots. And I think that's why people are sick of them because because they just they, they can't have one year where from game 1 to game 20 or whatever the Super Bowl is, it, it can't just be drama free. It has, there's always some sort of of story that has to be attached to to every season that they're in the thick of Winning, a cha- winning another championship, yeah. whether it's the flake gate, whether it's spygate, the whole tuck rule situation, uh, you know, this year with the whole uh, situation about trading Jimmy Garoppolo, like always something, you know, with with this team. And, now, is and that, I think that's
2: – Let me ask you, is, is that the media's fault? Because Cuervo, if you think about it, maybe it's me, and maybe it's, uh, I'm too old that I can't get it. But if this was any other team that was doing what the Patriots would be doing, don't you think we would be talking about the same things? Don't you think that a different team that was doing what the Patriots do week in and week out that were doing it wouldn't have these same kind of things come in their way? I mean, you know, whether it be cheating or if it was something else. I, I mean, it, it's really simple. I mean, and, and any football player out there that will deny this is lying. And, and, and I'll, I'll tell it to their face. Every team cheats. Every single football team cheats, okay? Now, whether or not they get caught at it, that's a different story, Cuervo. It, 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 that is simple. Every football team cheats to the extent to where, in this case, as far as the Patriots just win and win and win, uh, you know, more spotlight goes on them. But if let's say if it was the Chicago Bears winning championship after championship after championship. If it wasn't cheating, it would be something else. There would be another drama that anybody else is looking at. So, you know, as much as I I, I get what people are saying about the Patriots, and I get it, I don't understand it because I think it would be the same if it was anybody else. You know, but the game being boring, this is real simple. I know how you change the boring of football, Cuervo. Watch Red Zone you want to be bored to tears, which is what's going to happen, and it happens after red zone is done? Okay, football goes boring to me. It's hard to watch a playoff game. I mean, football is not boring with the NFL red zone. I'm telling you right now, they go to every game where anybody is close. And not only that, how about the end of the first half of the games and you're watching and the end of football games, and you're not just going to and watching the Dallas Cowboys slip and lose the game. You're going to every game that is on at the end of the game, and you're seeing all of it. So when someone says that the NFL is boring, I'm saying get red zone. Because if you're not watching red zone and you're a football fan, and I mean a football fan, not a Dallas Cowboys fan, not a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, not a Browns fan, not this or that, but if you're an NFL fan, if you're not watching red zone and you are bored, then you need to get red zone because I'm telling you right now, week in week out, red
1: zone never bores me, Quercio. Well, I don't get bored either, and I think I think that's what it is when it comes to the game of football, Sonny. It's it's a it's a somewhat fast paced game. It's not basketball, and I get that. But yeah, um, you know, I think when it when it comes to the red zone, though. It's nonstop action. You know, when you're watching yep. a game on regular TV, you get commercials and you get, you get all jam. kinds of other stuff that – yeah, all, all the other stuff that is that kind of goes into a game. And, and while you're watching commercials, I'm watching, uh, you know, the Vikings uh, touchdown that they just scored that you're going to see five minutes from now. Uh, Absolutely. I'm watching – you know, J.J. Watt with a huge sack, something that you're going to see, you know, later on tonight because you're not, you're not watching highlights of other games. I'm watching, you know, other teams do what they need to do to win their game, and, and, you're, and you're sitting watching commercials for Sears or whatever is on TV. So, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 like, a, it's like an adrenaline roller coaster. If you're not watching Red Zone, you know, you get excited for a while when the game's on, and then it dies back down because of the commercials. See, with Red Zone, it's adrenaline from start to finish, baby. It it it, it doesn't stop. It's seven hours of nonstop yep. football. Football. And so that that <laughs> maybe you might be right, Sonny. Maybe people just need to pay ten bucks a month and, and invest in the Red Zone channel. You know, it's not that Absolutely. much money. If you're a football fan,
2: if if, if you're a fan. Of the Steelers, go get direct t v but if you're a football fan and you watch redstone i i I'm, i don't even know how that that's such a no brainer to me so the, uh tim Tim is uh saying he he says the reason why he thinks the quality is different he's felt that the teams in the past they were better uh because their second and third string quarterbacks should come in for those teams and get the, get the victories instead of having. Uh, retreads that are you
0: know
2: the same guys getting the same chance over and over first string guys that the quarterback hurt the hurt play which sucks um because you know they 'll have a good game in a playoff someone else will grab them but boring was a bad mm-hmm. choice of words. That's what he's saying but you know do you think that there's been a drop off between the starters from the from the starters to second to third string or, or do you think the talent is there but they're just out I mean, maybe just outshine there. Maybe they just don't get the opportunity because guess what? When you got Tom Brady, you got him for 15 years, and it don't matter what you know new guy you bring out in the draft to try to help your football team. I, I just ask Ryan Mallett, just ask Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, you, I mean, I I think and this is me. If Ryan Mallett had an opportunity to play earlier than he did, that I think Ryan Mallett would have been a good NFL football player. Jimmy Garoppolo's just lucky he's getting out after three years, more so than four or five, like like Ryan Mallett, um, to get an opportunity to hone their craft. The problem is is that most teams are keeping guys that have been proven in the NFL because teams want to win. That's why I don't buy conspiracies. I really don't. I don't buy conspiracies that that the NFL you know is going to make it to where one team win over another. I just don't buy it because – of the fact that teams want the guys, you know, that will con- continually be in the lineup, play week after week, and not affect the quality of the first team, and I, I think I agree to, with Todd to a certain extent that you do have a drop off from the the uh, you know the first stringers to the second, and especially to the third, and that's mainly because the the quality of the first stringers are just so good. And, and all you got to do is take a look at you know who gets paid the most. In reality, Cuervo, when you got guys that are making more money, they're on first string more so than second string. Um, and guys that move up from second to first string, they don't take long before they get paid. And then they stay as long as they can stay healthy, Cuervo. And I I think I, and I think I get what Todd's saying about you know, the drop-off of quality from the first to second string. And it's mainly because they're just not getting time out on the football field because of the talent from the first stringers. And some of them are staying healthy longer.
1: Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how much that plays a part uh, as far as quarterback play. I, th- I think the problem is – well, not the problem, but the difference is, I mean, back then – you know the game wasn't revolved around quarterbacks and that's why nowadays they get so much good attention point, good point um so in reality i mean I, I to me i mean it's a different type of quality now sonny it's a different yeah. we look for different things in good games good point um i mean how much how much did we talk about how much did we break down 20 years ago how much would we break down left tackles and how much they were key factors in the game. Really didn't hear about that very much. It was all about nope. You know, the uh, the superstars no matter what position they were. You were just talking about superstars. But nowadays, you know, you're talking about Danny Amendola being a key factor in the game like key factor. Yeah, like were you talking about that 10 years ago? Probably not. Nope. Uh, not like the know, guy 20 like Amendola yeah. So, you know, back then it was all about the big stars, you know, Steve Young, Jerry Rice, Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Michael or, uh you know, whoever was playing in the Super Bowl back then. Um uh-huh. that's that's who you were focusing on. You weren't talking about, well, you know, as long as the center can snap the ball in point point 8 seconds instead of, you know, point 9 seconds, but that's what the game has become now. It has gotten so scientific where and, and the stats have gotten so technical. I mean, yeah. I've I've heard some outrageous analytics stats about We're, games. We
2: wouldn't even be talking about analytics today. You know, you got number, you know, numbers guys that that get a job hadn't taken a snap in their life or play the snap in their life, and analytics guys make millions of dollars for football teams. Yeah, I mean that's I mean, how much the game has
1: changed. It could be something as small as well. This offensive lineman has the advantage over this defensive lineman because his hands are bigger, or you know, I mean, it's just it's it's some of the most craziest things that we break down nowadays uh, compared to what we did 20 years ago, uh, and you know, so what we look for in games is different. So to me, I mean, you know, the overall quarterback play, I mean, you could argue that it was better back then compared to what it is now and and, and you know backup quarterbacks were better. Um, but at the same time you can I I can, I can be devil's advocate and say, Well, starting quarterbacks today are better than they were back then. The quality yeah. of starting quarterbacks. I mean, you got guys pat- throwing for 5,000 yards, and we're just kind of shrugging our shoulders like, well, eh, that's a pretty good year. 20 yeah, but, years right, ago, yeah, you, you, you broke the record if you did Terry,
2: that. Terry Bradshaw throwing for 5,000 yards. I mean, that guy was lucky to sniff 3,500. Uh, uh, but, uh, I mean, wow. But really, yeah, so, I mean, really, queer, in the direction that the game has gone so much, because remember in the day, I mean – quite well, we had Eric Dickerson, Barry Sanders, uh, Walter Payton, um, and I can name more, all running backs that were big-time impact players on football teams. Yeah, Emmett Smith, Herschel Walker. To, yeah, Herschel Walker. You'd be lucky to find two or three in a year that could be considered for an MVP, uh, Todd Gurley this year, uh, you, know, uh, 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 you know, other guys. I mean, can you name a, five or six guys? At the running back position, that are such impact players today. I can name three, but back in the day, you're talking six and seven guys that much of an impact in those days. Franco Harris even in the day. I mean, I'm, 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 all these guys playing at the same time, but the direction of the NFL obviously went to quarterback, letting the ball fly in the air, and now we can talk more about wide receivers more so than running games. Why do you think teams that with running backs play better that you can get quality because it's all about completing the circle of what football is. It's not just offense with the quarterback. It's offense with the quarterback and a running back and a wide Mm -hmm. receiver and a, you know, you you got, but now it's not that way. It's about the quarterback and the wide receiver. You're not even talking. I mean, Teams are not even talking about getting good running backs. Look at the, look at the Dallas Cowboys for crying out loud for you. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys are a damn good football team when all things are clicking at the same time. It's not because Zach Prescott is the best quarterback out of the, out of the round. So he was drafted in the fourth round for crying out loud. But when you get all-around performances from different, team, or different positions, it's the reason why the Dallas Cowboys went 13-3. So what happened this year? Des Bryant disappeared, and they had offensive lineman problems. Boom. Simple. I mean, I, and, and, and I am. I've been accused of being way too simplistic, but when you take away the element of the game and focus in on what is the problem, and out of all the things you talk about the New England Patriots and how great Tom Brady is, but it's about Tom Brady lifting up players that you have never heard of. And, and they almost become, you know, you know, you know names that everybody knows, whereas you never even thought about them before. So th- th- I think that's the reason why the Patriots are so damn good. It's not just because of Tom Brady, even though he's a GOAT. They just do everything good, even in the running back. And they may take a, they may take a little bit less of a running back, but if you look at those running backs and you go back into the numbers for the last five years, Cuervo, you have a running back that you know, on that team you know, that's rushing for 750 yards. And now, granted, is that a lot? No, but it's a big difference when you've got teams that have running backs that are not even hitting the 500 mark, Cuervo, and they're the, they're the starting running back for your football team. So the direction mm-hmm. of the NFL and the direction of the game has definitely changed just within the last six years of the, uh, of the uh, last six years of the NFL season.
1: Yeah, it definitely has, Sonny. Do you remember um,
2: fantasy football? Do you remember fantasy football when the first thing you won was a
1: running back, Cuervo? Well, I mean, shoot, Sonny. If if I have a top five pick, I still want a good. I still want to take one of those big time running backs. But no, you're right. I mean. You know, the first round of a fantasy draft 10 years ago, um, you saw maybe one receiver come off the board. Maybe one receiver, and if you had a guy that didn't know what he was doing, he would probably take a quarterback. But the rest was running backs. Everything else was running backs. So,
2: changed. Um, and, and fantasy, as much as people hate it, it changes the dynamic. If you look at fantasy, watch fantasy numbers, you see the changing of the dynamic in the NFL. It's the reason why you know fantasy football is so good. And, and I get why people like, like playing in fantasy football. Because it's understanding mm-hmm. the trend on what helps you win. More so – than the all-around play of a, of, of a team. Because let's be honest, vote. you don't want a team of average people. You want the team that has the superstars. You know, you draft like absolutely. a regular football team that wins week in and week out. You're talking about guys that are, you know, average and a little bit better than average. So, you know, it's one of those things.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, at, at that's – but, you know, that's – the way we see running backs now is the way we see – uh, wide receivers. Uh, I mean, the, you know, they're the focal point of you know how you're going to move the ball. I mean, aside from the quarterback, obviously, right? But, um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and and in reality, you don't even need. Uh, let's be let's be let's be honest. You don't even need a a, a dominating receiver to win a championship. Nope. Go uh, we've, and we've talked about this before, Sonny. I mean, go back and look at who's won. Super year's Bowl. Past, you know, past five, ten years, honestly, I would say the best wide receiver that I can think of that was on a team that won the Super Bowl was Demarius Thomas 2 years ago. Good point. You're exactly right.
2: You're you're exactly right because that was the only name I could think of in the last, last 6, 7 years square vote that really that was that much of an impact player at the wide receiver position.
1: Yeah, I mean Plaxico Burris for the Giants, maybe. Um, yeah, that, I think that was, I think that was exactly ten years ago. But I mean, you, I mean that's like, you know, that's cutting it close. I mean Anton yep. Bolden for the Baltimore Ravens comes to mind, but it, you know, he, was, and he wasn't it was even definitely not number the number same one wide guy.
2: receiver on any team, besides the one he was on.
1: Yeah, I mean he was he wasn't the same guy he was when he played for the Cardinals. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. So, I mean that that one is is it's it's debatable uh, whether you know a guy like that could be the one as far as you know best receiver of the past ten years. Um, uh, who played for the Steelers when they beat uh, Santonio Holmes? I mean he made yeah, an Santonio. amazing catch to win that to win that game. Is he a guy that teams fear? No. Mike no. Wallace was the guy that team speared in Pittsburgh. Um, you know when Green Bay won. Uh, I mean, Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, pretty good. Were they dominant? No. no. Not like Demarius Thomas. Not like nope. Demarius Thomas was. So that's that's the best receiver that has won a, cha- a Super Bowl in the past ten years. Yep. So, and heck,
2: you can even go back to the Super Bowl that the New England Patriots lost with Randy Moss. How many years ago was that? I mean, you're right. That where was both, ten I mean, years ago. Yeah, exactly. So you, you, you look at those things, and you're, you, I, I think you're right. I, you, you, I think you hit the nail on the head as far as where you are, as far as you know. Yeah, has, is there a drop-off? Yeah, I just, you know, it's, the game is, I think the game has changed. And guess what? The, the thing is, is that you can say whatever you want about the NFL. The NFL, I, I don't care the conspiracies or whatever. The NFL will be all over it next year. You want to know what, the reason why? That even though that the, the standing and the kneeling for the, the, the national anthem it's been two years now. That's going to fade. Next year, I don't even think people are going to think about it. Will it be talked about? Yes. But I don't think it's going to be anywhere near where it was. And why is that? It's because the NFL is going to mandate, it, we're going to stop talking about this stuff or we'll move the we'll move your rights. Obviously, look at what happened on Thursday Night Football. It's going over to the NBC. And you don't think there were some conditions on that, Cuervo? It's going to Fox. Dying, it's Fox, going to Fox. It's yeah, going honey. to Fox. Yeah, where, mm-hmm. where, you you don't think there was some mandates on that? You're crazy. And the NFL will get their viewership back. Why? Because the NFL will mandate certain things that are in a negative and how much of an impact. They I think what happened is they underestimated how much of an impact that that uh, kneeling did. They didn't go hard enough at it to solve that problem, and they learned a lesson. They lost it. Oh, the NFL will be back next year. I I don't. I don't and real die football fans. I don't believe them when they say they won't watch mm-hmm. next year. I just don't, and, and because when it comes time for football and it's been eight months, you're going and if you're not an indoor football junkie like me, it's the only football you're seeing until college kick okay, or the NFL. Oh, you bet, and 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 they'll be watching football again. I, I think the numbers outweigh that they'll watch probably eighty five to fifteen. I don't believe them.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, and and I'm not even – this is not to attack anyone personally, uh, but, you know, we, we as humans, we're pretty forgiving people. Uh, we tend to forget about certain things. For example, Forget. I mean, yeah. Uh, for example, you know, Kobe Bryant. You know, everybody loves him, right? He's admired. Yep. Uh, especially if you're a Laker fan. Um, the way he – the way he went out uh, the last game that he played, I mean, I mean, that's one of the best performances I've ever seen uh, in in a guy in his last game playing, playing the sport that, that they played. Um, But, you know, I mean, a lot of people forget about the whole situation with, with him and his wife and all that stuff that happened to him. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, he was embraced years later after after all that stuff cleared out, and you know the standing ovation that he just, that he got his last game and, and and they just had a night for him where they retired both of his numbers wow. uh, in l a so i mean if they if if people really hated him and they really thought he was disgusting for what happened uh you know him cheating on his wife or whatever, none of that would have happened. hell he probably would have never been a Laker again, but yeah, again, yeah. It, you, you know, time heals all wounds, Sonny, and and that's what that's what you got with the situation with a guy like Kobe, where he, you know, he, he that that one incident happened, people forgot about it, whatever. Uh, it's gonna be the same thing in the NFL. You know, these these idiots that keep taking knees during the national anthem. If they if they don't do it next season, we're gonna forget about it. We're gonna it's gonna be like it never happened. You know, the year where. They we're taking these the year before, yep I agree so interesting stuff
2: and uh it it, it is what it is, and yeah it, you know but you know i it, it, as as we move on we 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 got only about thirty minutes left to go on the show um but I want to get to the hall of fame and and cuervo. I I think I, I I just I I I'll just put it to where I I guess I just don't get it, and and, and what I mean by don't get it is really simple. When you look at, when you look at the quality of your game and you look at the quality of people, and you lead Terrell Owens out for the first two years, but yet you'll let a murderer get in on a first round hall of fame ray lewis are we kidding me where's the hypocrisy of anything as far as people ray lewis being a first ballot hall of famer is the biggest joke ever and Terrell owens had a point after the first year and he, i i will tell you give me carol owens every day before you give me a murderer that you get with ray lewis it is an unbelievable joke. It is the worst decision that these voters have ever done, and and that includes any of these people that they've overlooked on their first one. They should be
1: freaking
2: embarrassed that they let this guy in on the first ballot hall of fame. It's disgusting.
1: Uh, yeah, no, you're right, Sonny. I mean um... – and you can't deny, what but he Terrell
2: Owens had an attitude problem. He couldn't get in the Hall of Fame in the first round. Big joke.
1: It is. It's hypocrisy, Sonny. Um, oh, but yeah, God. you can't deny what he did on the field. And, and you know, nope. Ray Lewis was was the second best of his generation. Uh, I'm gonna go, Thank you very much. I'm gonna throw, my, I'm gonna stab, I'm gonna throw <laughs> my stab in there whenever I can. I um, he it. was the second the second best middle linebacker uh, of the of this decade. <laughs>
2: Um <clears throat> of course we um, but you're and right folks that don't know
1: <clears throat> Oh yeah hands down number 1 but uh you know I, I, to me it's kind of like that that goes to show you though sonny if the media don't like you they they're, you're going to pay for it but then and to me to me yes I'm with you I mean overall I think the I think the committee nailed it they, they. Uh, this this is probably one of the best Hall of Fame classes that I've seen. This yes. one right here. This is this is I, a one of this is a top notch class. Okay, and I'm, the, I'm if, talking if about you strictly, consider only what on the field. out
2: on the football field, Cuervo, you're absolutely right.
1: Oh, I do, and and that's what I mean. You know, I I, I don't you know, off the field, hey, you know, it, it, people will. Like you said, you know, the, if you feel like an admitted like murderer murdered people, yeah, and, and if an admitted not, murderer, <laughs> not even not even accused,
2: freaking admitted murderer, pathetic, just sick.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I would think if anybody gets punished, it would be a situation like that. But but you know and what? You that's would the think. thing, though. See see that's the thing, though. See this is this is what kind of upset me, though, too. I, I'm with, I, in a way, I'm with you, Sonny. I think I think that um, Ray. I, honestly, I think Ray Lewis. Oh boy, this is probably one of the more crazier things I've ever said on this show, Sonny. I think really? Ray Lewis was a little. I think Ray Lewis was a little overrated. And, and, I, and I I'm still so
2: with you, and it has really nothing to do with the murder <laughs> thing. I think if he didn't create a dance, I don't know if we talk about him as much.
1: Um, I mean, he was good. He was very good. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But I think what people loved about him more than his play on the field was his mouth. That he's yeah. a talker. He's a, Charisma. Mo- he's a he, 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 yeah. People love the way, the, the passion that he has, the emotion that he brought. Does that equal results on the field? Not all the time, not all the time, but you know, um, As far as what he did on the field, solid, good. Yep. Um, Was he a guy that changed the position? No, I don't think so. I think he was very solid at being a middle linebacker, but I don't think he changed the way the position is played like Brian did. See, Brian, what he brought was using middle linebackers – is more of a zone cover because you never saw that back in the day. Middle Uh, linebackers were never never coverage guys. They were guys that stuffed the run. They were run stuffers, okay? But Erlacher, the way he played, he created that. And now you see it all the time in these cover two schemes where the middle linebacker will drop and sit in zone coverage in the middle. Who started that lovey Smith because he had the yep. perfect guy to do it in Brian Erlacher. Brian changed the position and that's why you see guys like Luke Keekley now you see Patrick Willis when he was playing they were they, they were monster tacklers but they were also coverage guys and, th- and that's why that's why they have the numbers that they that they did or that they do now in interceptions and and all, you know, the different things that they do. Brian started that. So,
2: to yeah. me, that's
1: that's why. It's not me being a homer, Sonny. I mean, yeah, I'm always going to Erlacher over Ray Lewis. I can't even say much, sir
2: You're not a homer, Quimbo. You had two of the best middle linebackers to ever play the game come out from the Chicago Bears.
1: Yeah. And, and trust me, nothing warms my heart more than to know that, that's the tradition. And, oh, and by the way, Sonny, the Chicago Bears have twenty-eight members in the Hall of Fame, the most by far than any other team in the NFL. So when you talk about, the, no, you talk the, the about, other one was
2: seventeen, wasn't it, Quervo?
1: I don't know who's second. It doesn't matter. Uh, the Bears have twenty-eight. I think Bears it's have Green Bay, it's Green Bay
2: with seventeen. If I'm not, I, I could be
1: wrong. Um, but yeah, absolutely. But no. So when you I, talk I, about. I, 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 when you talk about pure history, okay, people people that are like Patriot fans, well, we're the most historic team because we won five titles. That's in a 15-year span. I'm talking about the history of the Chicago Bears in a 100-year span. Yep. Okay. History of other football teams famers.
2: like the Kansas City Chiefs before they became the NFL. They were the AFL, and the Kansas City Chiefs were a tough team to beat. Sure. Absolutely they were. Yep.
1: So pretty oh, but, I know, but all, that, I
2: woke up from, I woke up from my much needed nap yesterday, and when I saw the Hall of Fame and when I saw ray lewis i 'm going to tell you right now I, I needed to go back to sleep. it infuriated <laughs> me and, it, and in the the, the, hypocr- the hypocrisy of the whole thing had me so angry that I had to go back to sleep because i I was wow. It was the first time I was about ready to go into a, a bigger tie rate than I ever did, and what I just said about this was was actually cordial from what I was saying when I woke up from my nap. It was, it, it's a pathetic move, it's disgusting. They ought to be embarrassed, and anybody thinking Carol Owens is worse than, than uh, Ray Lewis. You've got to get your head examined, and you're never, ever, 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 and let me just say ever, be able to convince me that Ray Lewis deserves to be in the Hall of Fame before Terrell Owens. And and that goes with what's going on on the outside of uh, of the football field. I mean, even Terrell Owens at his worst doesn't come close to that pathetic piece of garbage that the NFL
1: gladly
2: put into the Hall of Fame. They ought to be embarrassed. And, and and they need to take away voters' rights and put people in there and start doing it. If you're going to do it that way, if you're going to keep Terrell out, Terrell Owens, now, not only out of the first year but the second year, but a murderer gets in on the first shot, it makes, makes me want to throw up. And they've they got to change – I'm sorry, it, it, it's too much stupidity going on in the voting. They've got to change it. they got to take away everybody who voted for Ray Lewis. Take their voting cards away from them.
1: It should be a of sure, vote. I'm sure at least ninety percent of the voters voted for Ray Lewis. Yeah, I, I at think least I'm right there ninety. To... <laughs> I, 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 so. I I'll
2: look. At, I'll see if I can find out how much of the percentage he got. Remember, Corey, well, he has to get eighty
1: to make it. Right, and but what I'm saying is, I would say at, at like a, a shocking minimal. 90%. I'm sure just about everybody voted him in because, because of his motivational speaking that he's able to do. Which, by the way, which to me is a
2: big, uh, I, I won't go there. I, I think he's a big mouth. I think he's an overhyped big mouth. Corporal, I'm right there with you. I think he's completely overrated. And I'm not saying he's not a great player. And, and Cuervo, I'll even go to the extent as I don't even think he's not necessarily not a Hall of Famer. I think he's a Hall of Famer. But if you're going to go by certain ways, you can't put, you can't put a murderer in compared to a guy that, that evidently just rubbed people the wrong way. It's pretty disgusting. Um, I'm trying to find the percentage, um, uh, the votes on where that happened. I know they need at least eighty percent to get in, but I don't know the actual number. But Ray Lewis, it, it, Ray Lewis getting in the Hall of Fame makes me puke, and, and, and I mean it, puke. If you want to wait, if you want to let Ray Lewis wait, okay, I think I'm okay with that I, and putting them in. Um, but I mean, and, and I'll even say that I'll say this. If you're going to go by the rules that you can't let Terrell Owens be a first round Hall of Famer, how the hell can you let Randy Moss get in on the first round as well? It's pathetic. It's disgusting. And, and, and but the the Ray Lewis is more pathetic. But Randy Moss being a first ballot Hall of Famer is a complete joke as well.
1: Oh, sonny, you no, know, see,
2: absolutely, I,
1: I, I, I disagree one hundred percent. I don't know how you how why, okay I'm interested in hearing why you feel that way. Attitude?
2: I mean, you know, listen, Randy Moss wasn't known as a you know, great you know, great locker room presence. Um he had his off the field problems, you know, you know, attitude, attitude problems as well.
0: Mhm.
2: All right. And I, I don't know what the numbers are. And this is just uh, I don't. To be honest, I don't even think he's close to Terrell Owens. If he is, I might be wrong. Uh, this just off the top of my head, I don't even think he's close.
1: As far as what numbers?
2: Numbers, numbers in, in general. I don't know how he compares to Terrell Owens, but I would uh, he's... bet every penny in my pocket that Terrell Owens has more more stats than
1: Randy Mott's does. Uh, well, I think he's got more touchdowns, but I think Moss has got him beat in yards, and I think he's got him beat in reception. They're, they're, both of them are either number two or three on um, they're pretty much every category. Yeah. They are both either two or three. If Moss is two, then Owens is three. If Owens is two, then Moss is three. In almost Is every that how major... close they are?
2: And that's, but, yes, but, yes. But he yes, had an yes. attitude problem too, Cuervo. How many teams did he get traded to? You know, during his prime, you know that was the big excuse for for Terrell Owens not being in the. You know, he, he got traded in his prime. Well, so did Ray, so did Randy Moss. Randy, uh, you know, it, it, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Right? I, I, you know, if you if you keep Terrell Owens out. You, gotta keep, you you got to keep Randy Moss out for the same reason. So That's the reason why those voters need to have their voting cards taken away from them. If you're going to keep it up sure. on the field, fine. But if you're going to bring off-the-field problems in on why a player doesn't make it in, then you need to have your card taken away from you. It's, and it, it's pretty pathetic. And Randy Moss should not have gotten in first ballot compared to Terrell Owens if you're going to go buy the voting. And how they're voting, because obviously personal opinion means something. So the personal opinion of Randy Moss, you know, he had his, his explosions in locker rooms and things of that sort as well. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I would be, I would today if I was a hall of fame voter, I'd be so embarrassed. I couldn't even show my face in public for a week. Uh, Yeah. I don't
1: know, Sonny. I, Maybe because I'm a Randy Moss fan. Maybe that's why I don't Maybe. agree. But you you do make a very good point, though. Uh, when it comes to the antics uh, as far as creating drama on the field and all that all that stuff, yeah, you know what? You bring up a very good point. Uh, Moss was not much different from T.O., but yet that, T, practically T. O. Had the T.O. had to wait a year.
2: Yeah, they're practically the same. And by the way, just to let everybody know, you know, Randy Moss spent 30 days in jail. Okay, Terrell Owens never entered oh, so, into a, police,
1: uh, police, uh, so to a was, police department. He was in high school. He was in high that's school. Not the, the point, that
2: though, that, That's not the point, though Cuervo. You're talking. You know, as far as that is concerned, I mean, you know, Moss was arrested also for for an incident in downtown Minneapolis in 2002 where he pushed it, where he pushed a police officer. I mean, I mean, in 2004, I mean, the guy was all over the news where he was signed by the NFL for for celebrations that you know where he pulled down and he moved the Green Bay Packer fans. Do we remember, or oh, we just want to forget that, or do we, you know, do we want to go, you know, I mean, come on, I mean, you're holding that these against him. He's square he he reality is my down. point. Was- if Terrell Owens can't get in, I mean, it, it's bad. It, it's bad. it it's me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, I think I think because it was a more consistent thing with TO, like the fact that Moss did it every now and then. Yeah, you know, people rub, rubbed rubbed him the wrong way and whatnot. Um, you know, uh, TO TO did it a lot more often than Moss did. But Sonny, let's take let's, let's let's take a deep breath real quick. I'm about to drop a bomb on you, okay? The I'm going to tell, re- tell you the reason why Moss got in first ballot. And All right. It's very simple, actually. It's actually very, very, very simple. Okay. okay. It's not because of the highlights, not because of the numbers. It has nothing to do with that. You want to know why Randy Moss got in first ballot, Sonny? Because he works for ESPN. Hello! Oh! He ESPN.
2: Oh! No kidding! Conspiracy Cuervo coming out! I love it!
1: That! <laughs> come on! You you didn't think of that, Sonny? You didn't think of I,
2: that? I, Cuervo? I did. I, and I gotta be honest with you, Cuervo. I did not think of it. You're absolutely right.
1: I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, what is it, he? It's wasn't... a very good point. What if he did, What if he wasn't on a major network? What do you have you gotten in? Good, I, you, you might you you
2: just may have hit the nail on the head. I mean, because really you think about Terrell Owens, and this is just going off the top of my head. Okay, Terrell Owens had problems because of his agent. I think it was Drew Rosenhaus. Okay, matter of fact, I've met Drew. He's he's as big as jerk as Terrell Owens is. Okay, you know, talk about egomaniac that um, having been said, he had problems with this contract and he made it public, which is, which is a no, no. That's one of the reasons why he stirred up controversy in the NFL. I mean, um, and sometimes he had a bad attitude, just, just like Randy Moss. I mean, how many times did we talk about Randy Moss having a bad attitude? Um, you know, it's, you know, I, he, I think he even wrote a book. That I think that, you know, that he told his side of the story with, with mm-hmm. the Philadelphia Eagles, and that rubbed people the wrong way. He, he did a lot of things publicly that he probably shouldn't have done. But then again, so did Randy Moss. But you might have hit the nail on the head. ESPN, you know, he was there for quite a while, Claire Vaughn, about five or six years.
1: Oh, so, uh, Randy Moss works there now still. He still works there. Still. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. I haven't watched. See, I
2: haven't watched. The countdowns or anything like that since 2009, Cuervo. I mean, we've been doing the show. I mean, I've been doing the show since. well. So I don't necessarily. I know about Chris Berman, and I knew he was retiring and stuff. But you know, I knew Randy Moss was on there too. But I have no clue how long he's been on ESPN. None.
1: Hmm. So yeah, uh, he's been he's been he's been at ESPN now for I think two, maybe three years. He hasn't been there very okay. long. Okay, I've been, been there very like long, five so. years,
2: but that is still, no, it's still no, still no, no, good. No, 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 no. Oh, I, 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 love the conspiracy that you're bringing up on that. I like it. I like it a lot it, it, it just <laughs> makes the show more interesting. Now, Cuervo, you know we're off air here in, uh, in ten minutes. So obviously, we're gonna go over, but let's let's get it on paper. Let's get everybody knows who I am if you listen to the show the last couple of weeks um, and mainly reasons I'll just go back and look at who won the Super Bowl, who was the better quarterback, and you can go back many years except for Eli Manning, and the answer is the better quarterback wins the game. So, and, and again, on record saying I want Philadelphia to win, but I think that for, for, uh, the Patriots are going to win. Now, Querbo, I really have no clue who you're going to pick in this game. I really don't because, obviously, you kept it under wraps a little bit better than I did. So that having been said, Cuervo, let's talk about your reasoning. Why? What team is going to win the Super Bowl this year?
1: Well, let me give you let me give you some thoughts. I've got what eight minutes. Do you need Do you need to yeah. like leave soon, or do you have well, eight no, no? No, to no, no. We're going
2: to go overtime. You're just going to reveal in eight minutes, and we'll continue talking after you're you know you you reveal uh, reveal who
1: who you think is going to win within eight minutes. But go
2: ahead and, and take the floor here.
1: Do you have to? Do you have to extend the show or anything? Um,
2: no. Because I could draw, I could draw it out for on you. Air, <laughs> I just want you to announce it before we go off air.
1: Absolutely. Right, before okay. we
2: officially go off air within the three hours. We're
1: going over. Okay. Got it. All right. You know, so obviously I've had two weeks to think about this. And, um, you know, uh, for some people It's easy. Uh, you know, yep. Tom Brady's better than Nick Foles. Okay, Patriots win, right? That's the easy cop-out answer. Okay.
0: Because
1: no! <laughs> that's my answer.
2: why I'm laughing.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, hey, by
1: the way, where's Tarvin at? I thought he said he was going to call into the show, and we haven't heard a peep from him.
2: We no, haven't heard I, a peep
1: from ca- Tarvin. Tarvin is
2: on a full wedge boycott. I mean, he is – I've never heard him this way. We've known Tarvin what six years now. Wherever, never heard him this way.
1: Please, Sonny, he's watching the game today. He's watching the game. <laughs> Unless a woman is telling anybody. them to go somewhere, he's watching this game. I'm right there with you. Well, you know, wherever he's going, the game's probably going to be on either way. So, okay. Or in the one back to back two. To what I was ta- <laughs> right. Back to what I was talking about. Um, you know, here's here's my take on it, Sonny. We could sit here and we could break it all down, right? We could talk yes. about the stats and all this. And, and, and you know me. I'm not a big stats guy. I, I do the eye test a lot. What do I see yes. on the field as far as performance and, and, and all that stuff, right? Um, I don't know how much bre- breaking down you did on the show today uh, before not I much. came on. Um, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. All the, everybody's talking about... Uh, you know, the, getting pressure on Tom Brady, and and and, and, that's, and that's good and all, and, and yes, that's that's how that's what you have to do to beat these guys. Okay? You would think you would well, no, that that is that's how you do it. But don't you think that with two weeks to prepare, Mister Belichick's got <laughs> a plan to to have a plan. To stop a guy like a Fletcher Cox on the defensive you line, you to stop think. a Brandon Graham on the defensive line, to you stop a, a, a rookie by the name of Derek Barnett from the University of Tennessee on the defensive line. Well, I'm sure that they've got they've got plans in mind for that. What I think is going to be the difference to me. It, it, it is actually very simple, Sonny, and I don't know if this is what you've thought about. I have. To me, it's, it's about adversity and how to deal with it. Okay. Here's the thing. The Patriots have, what, I think 20, 30-some-odd players that have played in the Super Bowl before. Okay. That's true. The Eagles have six. Six players And guess what Two of those guys Were on the Patriots Last year <laughs> Yeah Garrett Blunt and Chris Long Okay Mm-hmm So now Now you're down to four guys Who have never been a Patriot And who have never been A part of a Super Bowl Or Or They've been to a Super Bowl But they were not a Patriot Okay Mm-hmm It's it, it. Trust me It's I'm getting to my point it's, Um Dealing with adversity is what I want to see from the Eagles. How how does Nick Foles react if he gets sacked? How does Nick Foles react if there's a false start penalty? How does Nick Foles react if he throws an interception or, he, or, or he turns the ball over in, in some other way? Did pretty good against what, Minnesota. Let's see what he does. Well, I mean – that was the NFC Championship game, Sonny. The stakes yep. doesn't get any higher than this. Doesn't yep. get any higher than this. There is no next week. There is no – no, it's six months from now yep. is when you'll be wearing pads and a helmet again. Maybe five if, you know, you're willing to put the extra work in. But the, 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 the point I'm making, Sonny, is this isn't a to, to New England, this is just another game. Okay. Yeah. Normally, normally that's what teams try to sell you on is, oh, yeah, this is just another – no, 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 no. For New England, it really is just another game because they're so accustomed to this. They've been they, – this is what, three, three, uh, three out of four Super Bowls now? Three out of four? Yep. Right? Yep. That's, that's pretty normal to me. If I've done things three out of four times in a year – that's starting to get pretty normal. Yeah. Uh, for Tom Brady, this is number this is number eight. This is number eight for Tom Brady. This is number eight for Bill Belichick. This is number eight for Robert Kraft. So, well, unless, unless he owned the team when Bledsoe was quarterback, I don't know. But um, this is pretty normal for some of these guys, Sonny. But for the Eagles, this is a whole different environment. And... I, I'm kind of curious as to how they've been preparing themselves the past two weeks. Have they been, have they been focused or have they been more laid back and just kind of enjoying the moment? A lot of times when we see teams that are enjoying the moment, they they're not focused. So yep. one minute, to get, um, your,
2: get your vote out one minute.
1: Okay. So I've got one minute left. Look, Sonny, I'm with you. I am with you 100 percent. I absolutely want the Philadelphia Eagles to win this Super Bowl. I want them to win this game.: I really do <laughs> It ain't happening. Not with Mr. Brady on the field, not when it's 14 I, on 11 at the, on the field at all times. New England's going to win this thing, Sonny, and the Empire I, I, will I don't continue.
2: even I don't even, see how, I, I don't even know how it can be close. And maybe it's me. Maybe it's because I'm a Brady lover. Remember last year when I said the Patriots were going to win the Super Bowl because Brady was suspended for the first four games. I mean, it, yeah. it is that easy? I mean, you look at you just look at the obvious things that are. I'll say it. Bitch slapping you across the face. I mean, you got the Patriots to beat in the Super Bowl with the head coach two weeks to figure you out, and you have Nick Foles at the
1: quarterback position.
2: Snowball chance in hell. And I hate to be so
1: easy on it. No, no, you're right. But, uh, uh, trust me, I want Philly to win this game, Sonny. Big but, sense. on paper, go ahead and put me down for uh, uh, New England to win. that That's what's going to happen. What I, I want to happen and what's going to happen is two totally different things.
2: Yeah, it, it's it, it, it's and and, and and I do. I hope I hope Philly goes out and does exactly what they did to the the Minnesota Vikings, which is okay. The Patriots march it down on their first drive, get in for a touchdown. Look like they're going to control the game, and instead the Eagles takes over and wins the Super Bowl. That's my hope. I'm hoping I get a repeat of the NFC Championship game. It's just not going to happen. I mean, because you, you, regardless what you say, Case Keenum is no Tom Brady. Nick Foles is no Tom Brady. And I'm even going to say this, Cuervo, as much as I love Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz is no Tom Brady. Now, would it be harder to pick the Patriots if Carson Wentz was at the, at the quarterback position and was 100%? Oh, hell yeah. It would be a lot harder. But I'm still picking the Patriots. I, I I, mean, you know, it, 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 you know, Bill Belichick, two weeks to figure out how to really stop the only weapon in reality, you know, offensively coming their way, which would have been Carson Wentz. He's going to figure it out. I mean, you, you're not – you're Bill Belichick. You win games after you lose games 99.9% of the time because you know how to win after a loss. Guess what? Yeah, you, you look at the Super Bowl and what the, you get two weeks to prepare for any team that's coming your way. Supposedly the best from the NFC, and they win what five or seven. Quite the just the numbers are hard to argue with. And not only that, Tom Brady having one of his better years as he's getting older, and he played all sixteen games. Never mind the playoff games. It it. it you you, you got to look at total domination and
1: realize that you're going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's going to be an ass whooping, Sunny, because here's now one stat I will throw your way: is the Patriots okay. have never won? A, they have never won a Super Bowl by more than four points. Okay. They have never that's won a Super good. Bowl by more than four points. So that's, that's why good. I think it's going to be close. That's a
2: good number. That's a good number. I I I don't know. What I'm gonna say. I I think I'll, I'll put it this way. Is is that you're, you're talking about different teams in the past that have been there and done that. Philly hasn't been there and done nothing. I mean, you know, yeah. Last time they did it. Oh, that's right. Terrell Owens used to be on that football team. Yeah. Forgot about that. Which, by the way, you know. You know, the selfish man that he is, he turns away his contract and tears his contract up and says, I'm playing anyway. And it affected his contract if he got hurt. Yeah. Oh, but he was selfish. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But, yeah, the last time the Philadelphia Eagles were relevant was so many years ago. They don't have a been-here-done-that attitude regarding the Super Bowl either. That that To me, that hurts them, you know, more so than, you know, if you go there – been there, done that. The only thing that you gotta make sure that you don't do, and I think Bill Belichick is that best, is that you don't get complacent that you're just gonna show up and win. I don't think Bill Belichick let, lets that football team do it and the only proof of that is last year. I mean, how they came back in that game and won that game. So that that's kind of, that's yet another another reason why I look at it and go, God, I don't I, I don't even know how I I just how, how are they going to win the game, Cuervo? If Philly's going to win Cuervo, how are they going to do it?
1: Um, it? Well, I think they're going to do it by really spreading the defense out and, and letting Nick Foles unleash, unleashing Nick Foles. Um, you know, picking up blitzes. They're just going to have to do the simple stuff. That's how you beat New England, Sonny. I mean, when you don't, when you don't try to get super fancy, um, you have a good chance of beating them. But you can't make mistakes. So I think the receipt yeah, – because uh, you want to talk about matchups. Let's look, let's look at the receiving core of the Eagles against the secondary of the Patriots. Okay? We could break this down one by one if you want to. But I'm just telling you right now at the top of my head, I don't even think it's close. I, I think the Eagles have the advantage. And so with that said, I mean, I mean, if you have the weapons to do it, Sonny, you have to let these guys do their thing and, and, and allow uh, Nick Foles to, you know, display the talent that the Eagles have in the passing game. I, I, don't, I, I mean, if, if you try to get too conservative – that's, that's when you start – that's when you get in trouble against this team. Look at what happened last year. I mean, they went super conservative, Atlanta did. And look what happened. Yes. Jacksonville two weeks ago. Your Jacksonville Jaguars two weeks ago, Sonny. Yep. Were not aggressive enough. They went too conservative. They were playing not to lose, and they wind up losing. You cannot do that. Let me tell you something. The Patriots can smell the fear in you. When you start to become scared and you play conservative, the Patriots can smell it, and it's like a shark. They smell the blood of fear, and they go after it, and they will kill you mentally. Cannot allow them. You cannot show Even if you are afraid, you can't show it. You cannot show it. Because they're going to pick up on it. You can't be a mental midget in this game. Right. That's what you have to do. You have to either hide your fear or man up and don't be afraid. That's why the Giants beat them twice. That's how the Giants beat them twice in the Super Bowl. Eli Manning, that pass 99 times out of 10 doesn't get completed. Either Either one of them. The one off the helmet with the, with the gum attached to the to the football, or that tippy-toed catch that Mario Manningham made going out of bounds. Absolutely, I'm telling you, if Eli if Eli was to throw that pass a hundred times, Sonny, ninety nine of those are incomplete. Thank you. But he got Thank the one. He got the one that the he one. needed, though. He got the, the one, one that he needed, and. That's how that's how the Giants were able to beat them because even if they were afraid, they didn't show it. They showed no fear on that field against the New England Patriots, and that's why they beat them. Okay, teams continue to make the same mistakes, honey, of of showing fear and, and actually being afraid. Listen, they put their pants on the same way everybody else does. Okay, there's no reason to be afraid of any. Other team out there, you just have to go out there and execute and do what you set on doing. Like I mean, that that's it. it. It's you know, and it's easy for me to say that sitting on my futon here, but as, as, as a fan of the game and understanding what I see, knowing what I see, that's really what it comes down to, in my opinion.
0: Absolutely,
1: like not. not not showing fear. So I don't know. That that's 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 the only way that I see this happening. They have to go out there and not not and play to win. Play to not lose. Don't do that. So Yeah. That's it, how I think the Eagles win, Sonny.
2: I, I, and I, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. I, I'm right there with you, Querville. If that's the way, if, if you're going to win, that's the way you're going to have to do it. And, and and I just don't see it. You know, I you know, you, you can all you got to do really is look at the Patriots' offense around Brady since their first Super Bowl win in 2002. I mean, it you know, and, and here's the thing, they've done it with the defense being. You think about it, but not average at the right time, which is that situational football. I mean, they, you might be able to run the you might be able to run the ball up and down the Patriots, but as soon as you hit red zone, this turns into a different football team. I mean, all you got to do is look at the Super Bowl when they get the interception when they should have handed the ball off to Beast Mode, uh, but instead they pass it. But what happens? Beast, by the way, that that interception. Great. Beast Mode wasn't getting in the end zone on that call either. I've got news for you. They were ready. I'm telling you right now, Cuervo, they were ready for Beast Mode. And, and he wasn't going to get into the end zone. That wasn't going to happen. Because if you look at the same play, now granted, it would be a probably different play, but I don't know. Did you see the penetration that the Patriots got on that last play, where they were able to to get in there and get the interception? The penetration they got on the Seattle Seahawks, there was no way that beast mode was making it into the end zone regardless because that's what the Patriots do. They turn the game into a situational game, and what do you got to do to win from the 20 in if you're on the defense? And they do it right, and they do it well, and they do it year in and year out, and they find the right guys to do it, at the right time, because really, I can't even remember the guy's name who got the interception, but no one really ever heard of this guy before. Butler, that's what his name was. I mean, you knew Butler was a good player, but you didn't didn't put him on any kind of pedestal. The coaches make the players without question, and that's the reason why, because the coaches are the one that puts them in the position to make the plays. That's the reason why I think Bill Belichick is the, the, the craft behind who it is. And guess what? When you go ahead and expose greatness onto a person such as Tom Brady, he's going to eat it up and become great as well. So, so that, when I look at it, you know, who's, why do they win? It's because of Belichick. Not because of Brady, but Brady has an awful lot to do with it. They go hand in
1: hand without question. Yeah, no, absolutely, Sonny. You're right. I mean, it, and that's why I say, I mean, it, it, it's just, they're going to continue to win until they're both gone. I mean, it, it, yeah. you're not going to see one the drop goes, off
2: that. When one goes, yeah. Well, when wins, one goes, I think they winning. both go. You but, think um, so, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know if you believe the reports that are coming out, Cuervo. The reports that are be coming out is that Belichick will be back next year. I'm telling you, I'm going to go on record. I think I think he's done after this year. This year has been the most challenging for him as far as being able to, and I'll just say it, put up with it. This guy hate the media. This guy don't like talking to the media. This guy don't want to talk to someone because he's mandated to talk to somebody. And I think he's pretty pretty much sick sick of it, Cuervo. I think he's done with it. I, and this year I think he was more I think he was more angry about it than than ever. I think he was more adamant mm-hmm. than ever. I think he was more animated than ever. I so I think if he gets the Super Bowl, I think he's done, and I think Brady still plays. But then, then, then we'll have that conversation. You know, you know, was it was a Brady or was it Belichick all next year, and, and that, and I, I really do. I think Bill Belichick is done. This guy has absolutely nothing to prove anymore. This guy is the best coach to ever walk the face of this earth. And yes, if you think I'm peeing on Vince Lombardi's uh, uh, legacy. It's just sometimes someone's better, and that's just what it is, you know. It, 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 and I love Tom Landry, but, you know, you know Tom Landry is no Bill Belichick, it, and it's all about being able to change what you do year after year in order to get the job done. Some
1: coaches can do it,
2: some can't, and obviously Bill Belichick knows how to do it.
1: No, he definitely does. He's a smart guy. I mean, the intelligence is off the charts. How smart he is, and that's what separates him from a lot of guys. Um,
2: and, I, and I, you know,
1: and I think that, and that's why teams continue to fail trying to beat Bill Belichick. Is just, let's face it, he's smarter than everybody else. He's smarter than everyone else, and people don't like it. Yeah, you know, I mean. What are you going to do? No, Cuervo, what can you say about it? a
2: lot of help. Don't get me wrong. I mean, look at the offensive coordinator, okay? Sure. You know, he's, going to, he's going to Indianapolis after this game. He's done. Your defensive coordinator, your guy that has been your guy. Um, he's he's gone too. His two lieutenants, Cuervo. That's, why, that's another reason why I think this guy goes. That means he's going to have to train somebody else – not just defensively, but offensively. How much more work is that going to take? A lot. I'm telling you right now, I don't think anybody's ready just to walk in, okay, and in reality and be able to take over the offensive side of the football. Bill Belichick, yes, yeah, he's the guy, right, without question. But you think about it. The Indianapolis Colts, What do they need? They need the offensive side of the ball, and they think they're going to get that with their new head coach. After, and it won't be official until afterwards. But Josh McDaniels gone. I I don't know. I don't know if Bill Belichick has the patience to try to teach someone what he knows. And frankly, Uh I'm going to be honest with you, Cuervo. Josh McDaniels is 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 create what he's doing? It's called career suicide. This guy has this guy should be set to take over for Bill Belichick. If he doesn't quit this year, he's quitting within the next two years, Squarevo. I can't I can't see Bill Belichick around for two more years. I just can't see
1: it. Well, I mean that that is remain to be seen. It all it all depends on what Brady does too. I mean, he says he's going to play till he's forty-five, um, and honestly, it looks like he can play till he's forty-five. Is it actually going to happen, though? Eh, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see, right? But that's that's something that uh, that I you know that is also up for discussion too. Is just how how much longer is Tom Brady going to actually play? Nobody really yeah. knows the answer. Well, we can sit here and we can try to guess how long he's going to play. It's just the reality is we don't know. We don't know the answer to that. So, I mean, McDaniels that's, uh, and Patricia. They lose both McDaniels and Patricia.
2: That's double Yeah, they're going to lose them both. Yeah, that's double sure. work, man, to try to train someone. And and, and, that's, it is. That's just that, and and this is not the Green Bay Packers with the next man up mentality. Okay? This is a guy that knows how he wants that offensive run and the defensive run, and you're going to run it his way. Unlike other coaches who are offensive-minded and they don't care what the defense does. They just want him to play well. Belichick is on both sides of the ball, man. I'm telling you. And this is double the mm-hmm. work for him. That's why I think if he goes out on top of that, he's done. Because that is going to take so much more work. I don't know. If, I don't know if the guy has the patience for it anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I'm, you know, I, I, I hope I'm wrong because I like Bill Belichick. I don't. I don't like watching him in interviews. I don't. I just like him as a coach.
1: <laughs> the guy knows how to. Yeah, talk. a lot of people don't.
2: Watching him in a in a in a uh, press conference is a waste of your time.
1: Sure, it is. Absolutely, it is. I mean, because you're not, get mean, anything because you're not getting haven't. anything out of it. You're not yeah. getting, yeah, right. You're, you're just getting a yeah. lot of, uh, yeah. We're on, but, we're on to uh, Philadelphia now. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
2: Brian Erlecker's a Hall of Famer, Cuervo.
1: <sighs> you know, Sonny, Nothing, nothing warms my heart more than to. To hear that and to say it, um, you know, I, I, I I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I mean, I, I kind of, Hall of Famer. I, I, well, I mean, and I was kind of, I was kind of nervous. I actually didn't think he was gonna get it. I wanted him. To me get either. It. I did But I actually didn't. I didn't think he was going to. And yep. Um, when the when the message came out, I was just like, wow, they actually let Couldn't two little linebackers and guy within, within this list. Yeah, and and they let two receivers in too, which which shocked me. Shocked. shocked. I didn't think they were going to let I didn't think they were going to let both TO and uh Randy Moss in, in the same year. I didn't I thought think it that was, was a rule. Happen. Someone told me that it was a rule
2: and I didn't know that and I didn't I was too lazy to go look it up. I just took their word for it. I thought it was a rule and evidently that's not true.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, yeah, no, it, I mean, obviously you can let more than one of the same position. And so, um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, wow. I was, I was surprised. I was definitely surprised that, that he got in. So, uh,
3: um, but I was ecstatic T. O. too. Were you, were you surprised T.O. No.
1: got in? Not really. I mean, I, 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 I felt like they punished him long enough and it was time. It was time to let him in. So. No, I, I, I thought they were going to do it to surprised. him again.
2: Cuervo, I thought they were going to do did. It, it. You you, you I'm going to tell you right now, going into this Hall of Fame, I could have told you, and which we didn't have time to talk about it or get the opportunity, I would have said that Ray Lewis and Terrell Owens are not going to get in. I, I I was set for it. I was set for it. I, obviously, Ray Lewis for you know, obvious reasons. And mm-hmm. – the media just likes to stick at the t o so I just assumed that's what was going to end up happening too, so you know I had a couple of reasoning. so the fact that either one of those two made it in I'm completely shocked the fact that both of them are i am i'm overwhelmed in shock that both of them got in but i'm i am I am pretty outraged about the ray lewis getting in i i i, I see a, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how you change. I don't know how you change the thinking of. of <laughs> I don't know how you think Ray Lewis is a better person than Carol Owens. I just don't know how you do it. And, it. and if you think that way, you're wrong. Okay. I'm going to say it. I normally can sit and I can normally sit and say, you know, I can see both sides of it, but I can't see this. This one. This one. It, it defies all logic. It defies all what's decent. That. If you think Ray Lewis is a better person than Terrell Owens, there is something wrong with you. I'll just put it out that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> God.
2: Uh, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I I needed a nap yesterday, Querval. I got home from work and I was like, hey, you know, yeah, I'm just going to take a nap before the the announcement. I, I slept through the announcement. And I woke up and then... I, I went. I went to the computer and was like, "Okay," it, because it, in my mind there was no way Ray Lewis was going to make it. A guy murdered someone. I mean, my God, how can you vote that guy in? And I, I went right back to bed, Cuervo. I, I was up. I had something to eat, and I went right back to bed because I was just so angry at, at how something like that could end up happening, and the hypocrisy of the voters of the the the, and most of them are reporters, if I'm not mistaken, Cuervo, The ones that vote. The reporters, and, 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 and I think they need to change that too, Cuervo. They need to take the voters out of the uh, of the reporters and put it in the people who know football. And no offense against reporters, even the best ones out there, they don't know football. They think they know it, but they don't know football. It's mm-hmm. just, hell, I think I know it, Cuervo, and I'm not even close. All you got to do is go back and listen to Tom McManus
1: interviews that I had with him, and realize how much of a clue I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, Sonny, you, you you sell yourself short. So don't do that. Well, oh,
2: but I mean, take—I yeah, I think I agree with you, Querfeld. I looked at the Hall of Fame and, and took out the fact that Ray Lewis is the biggest piece of human waste I've ever encountered, which I've met him too, um, and I took all that out. I think you're right, Cuervo, as far as quality on the field, I think they got it right. And, and even the ones they snubbed Cuervo, I don't think I would really disagree with the quality of the play out on the football uh-huh. field. I, you know, I mean, do, do you think anybody really got snubbed here, Cuervo?
1: Um, no, I mean, I, I am missing so somebody that was, unless I'm missing someone that was on the ballot. I don't, I can't think of anybody that actually got snubbed.
2: Yeah. I, I I'm looking it up right now because I, I don't think so either. I, I don't, I don't think there is a, a name that's on this list that couldn't wait. That could not wait. wait. And, um, Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm really in, I'm really interested in
1: uh, Everson Walls. No, I I I mean, I, like I barely remember the guy. I I barely that, remember the guy.
2: I I you know, and that that was one that was uh, that was uh, a, 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 a a a snub, I guess, if you want to call them snubs. You know, and, and people you now, granted, you know where I live. And people all around here think that that was a bit, uh, a big snub. And, and, and listen, Everson Walls, you can say whatever you want. Uh, it, and the pedigree is there because rambling State uh, players on the defensive side of the ball are, are huge. I mean, and, and never mind Grambling State, just what they are. And that's going back into the college. So um, interesting mm-hmm. there. So I, you know, I, you know. So the fact that Everson Walls got. Got snubbed. I I don't think I'm too heartbroken about the fact that he didn't make it
1: in. Yeah, well, I mean, I I don't I don't know too much about him, so I can't really say if it was a snub or not. I just I don't recognize the name, and I, I'm I'm pretty old that I've seen, you know. I've been watching the game for twenty twenty five years now, so yeah, I think that. Uh, you know, if I mean, if anything, I pretty much, you name it, almost any player. Often, I know who you're talking about, but Everson Walls is the name that I really am not that I, I I'm not uh, too familiar with. I just I don't I don't remember too much about him. John Lynch was another
2: one that didn't get in. I'm not I'm not too upset about that either, frankly. I don't even I don't know why he. Was, um, well,
1: you're not putting him in over Brian Dawkins. You, that That's why. Well, and he's not going yeah, in that, over that's Dawkins. That's a
2: very good point. That That is a huge point. So, uh, Tony Bacelli not getting in. Isaac Bruce, Brian, you know, Brian Dawkins got in. Um, Steve Hutchinson, Joe Jacote. Edron James, I think he's overrated. I know how many. Don't get me wrong, I know how many yards he has. Ty Long. Uh, John Lynch mm-hmm. of course We we talk about um, Everson Walls um, And Kevin I don't know who this guy is Kevin uh, Malloway I I mean I know who he is But I don't even think He should have been there and Alan, Alan Fanica The problem is He's an offensive line guy So he's going to get overlooked So the fact that he doesn't Malyze get in too. Doesn't hurt my feelings either So yeah I You know Those were If you want to call them snubs Tony Baselli, Isaac Bruce Alan Fanica uh, Steve Hutchinson, Edran James, Joe Jacoby, Ty Law, and John Lynch, and Kevin uh, Malloway and Everson Walls. That's it. So, I, I think they can wait another year.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I don't know who's in next year, but um, I, I still say that they 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 pick the right guys for this year. Yeah, there's no way you um, can say that. I would I wouldn't consider anybody a snub. I mean, John Lynch was good. Uh, Isaac Bruce was good. He wasn't good. great. He was he was good. Uh, good. I can see I can see Bruce getting past next year too. I, I just I, tell me tell yep. me where where he was groundbreaking. Like what the, the the thing about him? It was he was he was a, was a part of the going, greatest we show on be turf. Talking
2: about him, Cuervo.
1: Yeah yeah
2: I mean that guy I mean, didn't went into another football football team to make to make an impact and, and, and so honestly enough
1: the guy the guy that wound up having a better career than him was was the guy that was a rookie on that team, that greatest show on turf team, Tory Holt. he yeah. had a better career than Isaac Bruce did. I would think so and you ready so, for the
2: names next year first first guy first time on the ballot. you ready?
1: Ed okay, Reed. let's go. Ed Reed. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. He's in. Champ. He's in. Champ, Champ Bailey. He's in.
2: Tony Gonzalez. He's definitely in. That's a – oh, my God. London Fletcher Cuervo.
1: Mm,
2: I like him. I'm
1: not sure about that one. I'm not sure about that one, Sonny.
2: I'm liking – and Asante Samuel, I don't know if any – I'm, I'm, I'm I, not no. him. London Fletcher, no. I like London Fletcher. Um, uh-uh. I don't think they're going to get it. I don't think he's going to get in. But the the names I named before, Tony Gonzalez, Champ Bailey, uh, Ed Reed, uh, those yes. are those are classic guys that should be getting in, I think, in the first one. London Fletcher and Asante Samuel will be on the outside. They won't make first ballots. But, no. And then, of course, you got the names that were snubbed again, which is Edron, James, Isaac, Bruce, John Lynch, Ty Law, Everson Walsh, Tony Baselli, Steve Hutchinson, Alan Panica, and uh, Kevin Millway. So, you know, I, I
0: will I,
1: say, I, I will say that uh, John Lynch will get in next year. I think John Lynch and Tony Baselli will get in along with the three that
2: uh, Champ Bailey, Tony Gonzalez, and Ed Reed.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think I'm with you, Sonny. I think, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. The, the, I don't the, think that's Bruce gets in,
2: and, I, and, and, and I'm not – I'm just not sold on Edger and James. I'm just not. I, and, and maybe – and I probably need to go do some looking, but I, – and I know how many – but no, I don't. I know how many yards he has. I know he's up there. Number five, if I'm not mistaken. I, I get it. I understand. I get it, but – I go with what you're talking about with Isaac Bruce. I didn't think of Edger and James as a breakout player. I never did. I, I always saw him as a role player that was very good. Uh, but yeah. I don't think I don't think he's Hall of Fame. I think he's Hall of Great. There's a difference between Hall of Fame and Hall of Great. I think he's great. I think Isaac Bruce, John Lynch, Ty Law, Emerson Wall, Tony Baselli. I think those guys are great. Hall of Famers.
0: Uh,
2: it's not Hall of Good. It's Hall of It's Hall of Fame. It's not all a great, it's all a fame. And, you know, and, and I've heard that argument before, um, but sooner or later, I mean, you got six new guys that are, el- are marked Mark, five new guys that are eligible, and three of them are going to get in. hmm and then I'm not yeah. sure who the old-timers are going to get in, but some old-timers are going to get in. That are deserving of the Hall of
1: Fame. they they
2: got some old-timers that will go in. But
1: I'm not even sure who got the sure. whole old-timer ones here this year. I'm not even sure. Um, but, it was uh, Jerry Kramer who played for the Packers back in the 60s. It was a GM, I forgot his name now, and a coach. Um, yeah, I'll be honest, I forgot their names, but – Jerry Kramer was a player, played for the Packers. So, um, yeah, there's a, there were three of them that got in. Yeah,
2: and, and I like the fact that they can get um, – I'm glad that the, the old-timers get the opportunity to, to get in there. I, I do. I think that, yeah, Jerry Kramer, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, in reality, um, he was an offense – he was either offensive lineman or de- I'm gonna look that up. He was either offensive lineman or defensive lineman. I think he was offensive lineman. Um mm-hmm. yeah, here it is. Um offensive lineman. That's that's exactly what he got. So, um and uh, and the other guys that were were putting here we go. Let me hit that button right there. It's the two thousand eighteen Hall of Fame. I I I I wanna know who the coach is. That's because I always thought Don Coriel should be in. If he's not in, and I haven't kept up with him getting in, uh, I thought he recently uh, just got in. Maybe he did, and, and maybe yeah, may, maybe that is it. Um, here we go, class of two thousand and eighteen. Here we go. Um, here we go. Click that button right there. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm pretty interested in the coach. I mean, the, the GM. I'm not, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too worried about. I don't really care about GMs. Me personally, I don't think they, I don't think they should be part of it. But that's just me. What is the list? Can you just name the damn things? This is really. This is what makes me mad about going <laughs> to the Hall of Fame page? They can't just put the damn names in a row and just figure it out. I uh, So uh, da, 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 da. it it doesn't have the list. See, how about if I do NFL? Hall of Fame, 2018. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame list. There we go. Maybe that'll do it. Here we go. Oh, yeah, I you know, I should have went to Wikipedia immediately. They may not be a hundred percent, but they always ha they always get them right. Um, so there we go. All the way down. All right. I can't even find it on there this this is pretty thick all right well, you know I'll figure all that out we you know we' are we're in overtime, so it doesn't matter but um anyway um so is there anything else you wanted to cover since we are here and we're 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 kicking up the uh kicking up what's going on anybody else here
1: or anything else I don't you think to cover? so Sonny. i think I think we're on our own right now. <laughs> Yeah, it might be. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, I don't know how much more Super Bowl talk we can, we can really do. We've, uh, we've made our picks, our predictions. (sighs) Who wins MVP? I guess that's something to talk about.
2: Well, they already named it.
1: Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Super Bowl MVP tonight.
2: Oh, the Super Bowl MVP. Got it. Um, not sure. Wow, that's a good that's a good thing. So it wasn't all right. I did find out who the uh, the other ones were, and it uh, uh, wasn't who I thought it was. So um, MVP tonight. Good man. Well, it, it just all depends on who you think is going to win, because an MVP won't come from the loser side, right, Cuervo? Right. So nope. It, can't happen. I mean,
1: happen. It was, I, mean, it I could, don't think
2: Danny but... Emmett. Danny Amendola, unless he breaks tackles, unless he unless he gets the 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 short route and makes them big, it won't be Danny Amendola. It won't be in the offensive <laughs> okay. linemen. It won't be any offensive lineman. Uh, their defense, I don't think they have anybody that stands out on the defense. I yeah I you know I hate to say it. I, I mean, the only person we could possibly be if they win is Tom Brady, right? I mean, can you think of? I mean. Trying, trying to go through that roster, trying to think of anybody that could be – I mean, because I can't remember the last time an uh, MVP of the Super Bowl was on the defensive
1: side of the ball. That's another thing. That was uh, – um, I can answer that question. That happened, what was it, four years ago when Seattle won? Who Malcolm did Smith to? won the MVP.
2: Oh, God, Malcolm Smith right.
1: Yeah. 'Cause he had a pick six and he had something he did something else in that yeah, game. You,
2: if you're you gotta do something big. You gotta do something big in order to, you know, make that step forward and, and go in there. So yeah. Uh Bobby b uh Bobby Behart. Now he was uh he was a contributor. Uh um, four Super Bowls. Four Super Bowls. I'm not sure that – I've never – I'll, I'll admit, I'm I'll not even sure who that guy is. Um, and uh, Robert Brazell, now, I, Brazell, I know him from the Houston Oilers. So, uh, you know, he was on the all-70s team, if I'm not mistaken. So, I know who he is. So, he is a linebacker. Um, but, yeah, uh, so that was the coach. I had to be a coach, which I'm not sure who was. So, there we go.
1: Well, there – there you go.
2: That was like Bob you said. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, my man. This sounds good. Well, I think I think we've done it. Um, in, in, I mean, we got the MVP, um, Super Bowl MVP. What else? What, what other? Now, now the the awards that were put out that say who the coach of the year was, or is that later?
1: Yes. No, all the awards came out last night, Sonny. So I'll, I'll start from. I mean, what I know the ones that I know about. So Aaron okay. Donald wins. Uh, he was defensive player of the year. Um, Todd, or was it Todd Gurley? Yeah. I want to say Todd Gurley won offensive player of the year, but he didn't win MVP. I don't know how that works, but um, Alvin Kamara, Tennessee ball, rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, played uh, the running back how for the Saints. How could
2: that not be the running back from um, the uh Chiefs
1: Kareem Hunt well he kind of he fizzled away after the first month of the season uh, he really didn't I think that's that's kind of why and, and Kamara just kind of continued to get better as the year went on Sonny I mean, that's I think that's what hurt Kareem Hunt once he got hurt if I'm not mistaken I think Kareem Hunt was hurt for a while you're right you, you know you so. say that he had, a, he had a if I'm not mistaken he had
2: a groin injury so you're right but um, yeah, so oh here here it is That's now the A, the AP why are they voting why do we care about the AP votes
1: Good question I have no idea
2: That's all I'm looking at here I'm looking at the AP I don't care about do we care about the APs well, you know Now now JJ J. Watts getting the uh the Walter Payton man of the year I'm all about Absolutely um but I, I guess it's the AP that's picking all these Quervo because Tom Brady, he was picked the most valuable player. Uh, coach of, of the year was Sh- Sean Vey. I You know, I, I I I just don't agree with that. Maybe it's me. I mean, granted, he turned that team around in Los Angeles, but I I don't agree with that. I think it should have been Peterson. I think it should have either been ones that are in the Super Bowl. Either Peterson. Or, um, um, oh, crap, why is this? my mind? Belichick. Should have been one of those two guys. And uh, I, I'm glad that Deshaun Watson got an award. Here it is, greatness on the road award. At least he got recognized. I mean, because that guy deserves something. That, I mean, that guy would have got rookie of the year if he wouldn't have got hurt.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, he was definitely on his way to it, Sonny. Um, but uh, assistant it been, I think coach it of the closed, year,
2: Pat Shermer,
1: who's now head coach,
2: comeback player of the year, and this one they got—they nailed it, Cuervo. Keenan Allen. Keenan nailed Allen, it. yeah,
1: that, no, I agree. Nailed
2: I agree. it. I mean, you want to talk about a guy? I mean, I'm. I'm glad this guy actually played a whole year because he showed how good he really is this year. He got the opportunity in a, in a full season because this guy was getting hurt after hurt, after hurt, after hurt the whole time. And, you know, mm-hmm. b- big time stuff there. I like that.
1: Yeah, no, they, they absolutely picked the right guy for that award. Um, Nailed it. You know, they, they, even, they even showed like the little, you know, video clip or whatever, and uh, you know all the all the injuries that he went through, and it's just like man, you know, for, for this guy to not give up on his career and to come back and, and have a year like he did, I mean, that's that's you know, to me, I give he I give be, Keenan Allen a he lot of credit. He should be thankful
2: Philip Rivers. He was the only person Philip Rivers could really depend upon uh, this year, which was which was a change for him. Which goes to show if Philip Rivers has some talent on that team, the Chargers could be in contention for the playoffs. They just need more weapons oh, yeah. for him he's still, in reality. Still good. He, he's a great good quarterback. classic Kirk Cousins. And, and how about the news about Kirk Cousins might be franchised from the Redskins, but another story says he's going to Arizona.
1: Interesting stuff there for Kirk Cousins. Well, I think I think if the uh the uh, Redskins franchise tag him, that would be the dumbest thing they could do because he's not going to I would think that. so. I he's not so. going to stay there. He will not stay in Washington, no matter no matter if they give him $30 million bucks. You know why? Because they just traded for another starting quarterback. And how he's about not the to money for there.
2: Alex Smith? Wow.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I mean, they, they – That
2: guaranteed money is pathetic. I and why don't give it what, to Kirk Cousins?
1: I, he's just hey, seriously, about Sonny, bold prediction: Washington is going to be worse than they were this year. You know why? Because they just traded and paid a ton of money to get older at quarterback. How much sense does that Good. make?
2: And not only that, Cuervo, and you can say whatever you want about Alex Smith. He had a career year, but that's exactly what it was, Cuervo, a career year. Equal, Alex Smith got four-year, ninety-four million dollar. Equal, that's almost twenty-five million dollars for Alex Smith. Equal, can you imagine what a good quarterback is going to make here soon? I mean, if you give if you give Alex Smith close to twenty-five million a year, what is a good quarterback going to make this year, this upcoming season? <laughs> That's I don't know, forty. I don't know. That's I don't her cousins. still make twenty five million.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's, but that's the that's that's the Redskins for you. They they throw money around like it's like they're at a strip club, all right. And and, and they're I mean, making it rain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they definitely are. They're making it rain in the wrong spot, though. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> Oh, my gosh.
2: I mean, I, I can't even imagine it. You know, $71 million of that contract, that $94 million Cuervo, is guaranteed.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: All right. So I don't give him two years. He might be lucky to make it one year, Cuervo. They spent $35 million on a two-year quarterback. 30, $35 yeah, million, Cuervo. And, and here's the thing. Let's just say he makes the three years. Okay, he's still making twenty million. Alex Smith isn't worth twenty million. Alex Smith isn't worth ten. I mean, I, you know, he might have been the the Tony Romo. I, I better get on a plane and go sign that contract before they change their mind. Oh my God, I I, I would. Oh, unbelievable. I, I I would you know, and, and Matthew Stafford ninety two million. Okay, all right. Andrew Luck, $87 million. Imagine what happens when you get a quarterback who's going to come up. Hey, can you imagine what Aaron Rodgers would go for on the, on the market? I mean, he, Aaron Rodgers is a $30 million quarterback then. If Alex Smith is almost a $25 million quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is a $30 million co- uh, uh, quarterback. And, with, and what about even though he can't get the job done, I choke in big moments, Matt Ryan. How much money can that guy make? Oh my God! Seriously, I think yeah. I would give the money to Jimmy Garoppolo, Cuervo. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, that, that you would think you would think that would be the case, but uh, just I, just I don't know. I, it, but that's the just goes to show Redskins... the
2: Redskins are so far behind in
1: what yes. talent yes. is
2: all about, and and. Yes. and it's not going to be the players that are going to be the downfall of that football team, Cuervo. It's going to be the owners, and it's obvious because whoever's advising the people who who write a check to Alex Smith for twenty three million dollars, okay, needs to lose his job. I mean, and I I don't know how you justify giving Alex Smith more than ten million. Never, I, I, fine. If you want to give Alex Smith fifteen million, fine. And by the way. Alex Smith would have broke his neck to sign immediately like he did. But they, they, throw, they throw an extra $10 million at him a year. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. It, it. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. So how much is Kirk Cousins going to make and Where is he going to show up? Where is he going to play? Um, is he
1: going to be in that's Arizona? That's a good question, Sonny.
2: And will Arizona well, I mean, pay, him the, pay him the $25 million he's
1: going to get? You know, the way I look at it is I, I think about, you know, we we always speculate certain teams that are going to get certain guys, right? But the way I see it is do these teams, do they have a history of dishing the money out? Okay, let's, let's, let's break it down real quick. Arizona, have they been a, a team that's known to dish out money in free agency? Not really. Not really. <laughs> not really. So, do I think they he's going to go to Arizona? And that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Do I think that's where he's going to go? Probably not. Um, just because, like I said, they don't have that history of, you know, dishing money out to, in free agency like that. So, to a guy I don't think he's in reality, Arizona.
2: Cuervo that most people think is average. Re- really, right, Cuervo? I mean, I, I you know. And, and, and it could be because there was no talent on the Redskins, which kind of makes it look like he's average. hmm I'm telling you well, right now, I if mean I'm the Browns, I'm breaking out the paycheck for him. I am. I mean the Brown hey, I, you you say whatever you want, Kirk Cousins will get the Browns six wins and wins the last time the Browns I, six wins in the season?
1: I see I see him going to Cleveland before he goes to Arizona.
2: I also do. Too. do.
1: Because and I think they're going to pay the he's money. You got Josh Gordon, that young kid
2: who can't stay out of trouble, can't stop smoking pot. If he can stop smoking pot, he's got a number one wide receiver built right in, which is more than he ever had in, in Washington.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, in reality, I, I could see him going to Cleveland. All right. So that's one team. Okay. Who who are the other teams that, that are supposedly going after Kirk Cousins? Um, the only one I heard of is Arizona.
2: And, and, um, yeah, well, I don't, I
1: don't see that my buddy,
2: my buddy Bill Suna says that he's going to be an Arizona Cardinal. I don't know if he has an inside scoop on it, but I don't know. Um, but the goal, what what is being talked about, Cuervo, is Arizona.
1: That's that's a possibility. I mean, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I think it's a possibility. Um, I don't
2: understand but I'll why. Tell you, I'll
1: tell you. I'll tell you, you something, Cuervo. I think he's gonna the latest
2: know. one is that the Redskins are consider tagging Kirk Cousins in
1: order to trade them. I, I, you know. But I but, get it. You know that's that that sounds great and all, Sonny, but uh, he would have to actually sign the franchise tag.
2: No, 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 Cuervo. The, the, the franchise tag is, well, if he doesn't want to play, if he decides to say, listen, I'm not signing this contract. Now, wh- why would Kirk Cousins do that? He wouldn't, he, he'd sign it in a heartbeat. He already knows Alex Smith is their pick. So that money that's coming to him that we, he would get on a franchise tag, oh, he'd sign that in a heartbeat, Cuervo, and that's going to put him at $27 million. And he'd sign it in a heartbeat, and, it, again, if you go back to Alex Smith making $25 million,
1: someone's going to pay 27 for Kirk Cousins. So, I mean, is it a, a sign-and-trade
2: situation? Or? That's what they're saying, a sign-and-trade. They would consider tagging him in order to trade him.
1: That's silly. I mean, you're playing with fire, in my opinion, if you do that, because, because what if, what, if you can't, what if you don't find a trade partner? Now you're stuck with him, and you're Quervo, paying many all that money. How many names are out there
2: for Kirk Cousins, though? We just talked about Arizona. They should be one. The Jets should
1: be one, Cuervo. Sorry, it should be. Buffalo should be one. Uh, Cleveland, obviously, okay, okay. should be one. Okay, all right. So let's break that down real quick, Sonny. Maybe you know, New York. It's easy to mention all those teams. Th- it's, ma- it's easy to mention all those teams. Who traditionally pays for guys in free agency? Do the Jets do it? No. They haven't touched free agency in I don't know how long. Uh, Darrell Revis. Uh, okay. He's not a quarterback, though, but yes. Well, hey, that's okay. true. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that. That's one in what? The past Good five point. years? Good point. Buffalo definitely doesn't do it. But def- definitely doesn't do it. Okay? Now, I can Giant? see your Jacksonville Jaguars getting him. Oh I can God. see that.
2: I can I'll see I'll root for him. I don't want to get him, but I'll root for
1: him. Unlike uh, yeah, Eli Manning. So you rather... Won't root for, I won't root you'd for the have Jaguars Blake if they get Eli Manning. It just won't do it. You would rather have Blake Bortles?
2: I Yes. They're the same guy, Cuervo. Cuervo, I'm sorry, they're the same guy. So you might as well get the younger version. Maybe outside. <laughs> okay. Out. Maybe strike. Okay. Time to all right. I, I, you know, yeah, I bet you. I bet you. Done. He, he might get more yards, but I'm going to tell you right now, they're the same in turnovers and the same in fumbles. And, you know, all the nonsense. You know, closing your eyes when you throw the football. Eli Manning. I'm sorry. When I saw that picture, I knew I was right. Um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know. Ja- jag. Yeah. Okay. Jaguars. But, and jaguars have been known to pay money, but I'll be honest, square vote. They've been known to to spend stupid money, and and I don't know
1: if Kirk Cousins is stupid money or not. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you that, Sonny. But I could see Maybe, Jacksonville I don't doing know. it just because, but Jacksonville just because is good, how active, not a good name. Well, they're very active in free agency. That's why. Um, Houston. I could see. I could see Cleveland. Um I think I think John Elway needs to swallow his pride and go after her. you know how good he would be in Denver my god he would I I'd be agree. amazing in Denver Denver I, could yeah, use
2: and it. the only reason why I leave that out is do you think John Elway is capable of swallowing no. his pride I say no. and that's why no. I don't think it's a no. viable thing I don't think John Elway if John Elway doesn't anoint you, then you're not going to do it. That's why you're not going to see Colin? By the way, you know it, 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 an interesting thing here, Quervo. You know Colin Kaepernick says he'll play for nothing. You, know, you believe yeah, that the I league not or whatever? I, I, do you see Colin Kaepernick making the make it in there next year? It, does Colin Kaepernick play in the NFL next year? No. No, yeah, I don't see it either. No. I
1: just don't see it.
2: I don't see how you can.
1: I I don't either. I mean, there's there's so much other talent out there. Um, I think it's if a team gets desperate enough. Yeah, I think if a team's does. Well, I mean, with the quarterback class that's coming out this year, that's that's that another true. thing that leads me to believe he that, won't that get signed by anybody. Too many young,
2: too many young guys that can go out and be big like studs in the in the first round. You're right. That that hurts them. Mm-hmm. So I mean Because what's the difference rea- that's what, Now with Colin Kaepernick One year completely out Half a year You know Year and a half in reality Right You know What do they always say Father time will kick your ass And when you're not in the, When you're not in For a year and a half Cuervo Man That's It's just not good For your football career If you're a quarterback
1: Well yeah That's <laughs> yeah, very true Very very true So I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I I, I there's I mean, who's to say who's to say Minnesota's secretly not thinking about taking him, signing him. Baby? <laughs> You know,
2: I was thinking about that, Cuervo, and he's a
1: uh, great back up to
2: it, and, and that's just awesome who they go at quarterback. If they go back to Teddy Bridgewater, I think that's the right guy to back him up, Cuervo. I, see, I'm not, against, I'm not against Colin Kaepernick playing football. He just has to be the right team. And I think the Minnesota Vikings would be the right team because of what if if Teddy Bridgewater is their idea, and I and I'm not necessarily sold on the the Vikings being Teddy Bridgewater sold out. hmm That's a well, that's I a mean, big question
1: too. Yeah, well, Maybe Sam Bradford's gone. <laughs> I, I already Sam know. Sam Bradford yeah. is gone
2: without question.
1: Yeah, they're Sam not. Bradford he's not gone. coming back.
2: No, no, they, so, they can't. After that last performance, regardless if he was hurt or not, okay, they, they don't have a choice. hey, I get rid of him. But true. But now you, you got the uh, I forgot his name. The the young kid played so well in in, in backup role. I, I think you pay. You know what you do. I think You swallow it. You 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 swallow it. You pay him twelve million to back up Bridgewater or take over if he has to. Yep. I mean I I think that's what Minnesota ought to do. Um obviously he knows the offense, but the problem is they lose their offensive coordinator. So that that's another thing you gotta think about as far as Minnesota's concerned.
1: Yeah, they've they've got uh they've gotta fix that. They've gotta get them a uh And I heard you know, I heard uh, an Shermer wanted Ke- case Keenum.
2: I heard Shermer wants Keenum.
1: Well, I mean then I then I guess he's going to be a giant pretty soon. <laughs> I mean that, that if, if he wants him that bad, then it's probably it's going crazy. to happen. It's crazy. I, lots of good
2: stuff that we're going to be able to talk about here in the next couple of months, about well, Good having you on Super Bowl Sunday. We did. I just wrapped the four hours. I got you in for a couple, of, two and a half. Not too bad. We did good.
1: Yeah. No, that was it. Was a good show, Sonny. I. I I uh, definitely appreciate the uh, the time. It's going to be a good game. It's, it's sad, right. though. It's, it's sad to see, that the season's over after tonight. It's kind of... A part of me is going to die after tonight. Bravo,
2: you need... It's too bad there is no indoor football where, where, where you're at. I would say watch it. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the only reason why you don't know football is uh, still playing is because there's no indoor football near you. But that's the way it is. That's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. This is a full edition. Hall of Fame, who is up? And we also got LeBron James talking. in. That's going to do it for us. We did four solid hours here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Everybody enjoy the game. We'll catch you.